Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Phil and Leroy Judgmental Podcast. It's Phil over here, back at you. I'm Leroy. So, what's up, Phil? Nothing much, chilling. Just wasting my whole day. Yeah, what happened today? Lifting some heavy shit. Started at 8 o'clock in the morning. Ended that shit about 3, 3 o'clock, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Moving furniture from my mom to the storage unit. and Just a big mess. But go ahead, let's it, get started. It was just, no, it's just all for the love. Yeah, I guess. Nah, ain't no I guess. You did it all for the love. So, did, did, uh... Did you do it for the love? No, <laughs> I did it for the help. To help people out. You, you got me. some bread offered to you and turned it down. I wish you would've gave it to me. <laughs> so, uh, you want to introduce our guest? Yeah, today we got a, a young entrepreneur. One of my brothers, military. You got a lot going on. I just want the world to know what's going on with him. Give a couple of little stories, break down. Big Whip. Big Whip. Big Whip. All right, so Big Whip or yeah. Vinny Mac? Vinny Mac. Either or. Either or. <laughs> All right, Either so or. Uh, how you been? What's up? I'm good, man. Enjoying this COVID vacation. Enjoying it? Enjoying the COVID vacation. Mm. Yeah, man. <laughs> so uh, where'd you grow up? I grew up in... Uh, Initially, I'm I'm from Youngstown, Ohio, mm-hmm. and back and forth as a youngin, um, I, I moved to Pottstown, and then I moved to Norristown, and that's where I've been at the rest of my life since for like fifth grade, okay. sixth grade, like yeah, youngin. So oh, okay. Norristown, yeah. All right. So uh, what school was in uh, Norristown? I went to uh, Cole Manor, the elementary school, uh-huh. and then. East Norton, the middle school, and the high school, North Sound High. Okay. North Sound High. So at North Sound High, that's where you play football? Yeah. 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 We was trash, though. We was, we was butt cheeks. We was butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna say we was butt cheeks. And what was your position? I was a left guard. Mm-hmm. I was a left guard. I started out trying to play uh, tight end and linebacker because that was my positions through, like, little league. You know what right. I'm saying? I excelled at those positions just because I was big. I could catch. I could hit. I could take a hit, block the whole nine, you know what I'm saying, tackle. But uh, the way the coaching staff was set up, it didn't go my way. So I had to settle for left guard on a line. Okay, so, now, now, now you say you big, so give the people uh, a description on, you know, your size, how big you are. Uh, currently I'm 6'4", uh, 300, like 50, 350 probably right now. And, and what's the most you ever maxed? Oh, the, uh, on the bench, 515. Yeah. I did 515 across the board on squats, deadlifts, and uh, what's the name? Uh, what's the squats, deadlifts, and benching? Flat bench. So, uh, <clears throat> during high school, that's when you started doing security work, right? Yeah, my junior year. My junior year. So, <clears throat> my first time going to a nightclub was the first time I started doing security. <laughs> I was wearing... The all black dicky. How old was you? I was seventeen. I was like I was six four, you know, still same height, just about uh what was I like two seventy two I was like up there. I wasn't three hundred yet, but I was up there. Um but a fight broke out. And I'm standing there watching, I'm a wallflower because I'm like, oh shit, this is you know, it's new new to me, this nightclub shit. And uh man. This dude, he had to be like seven feet tall, seemed like big white dude with a long ass braid. 
just dangling over her shoulder came up was like yo you supposed to be fucking working I'm looking at him like dog I, I don't work here man. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that shit happens in movies <laughs> right right That's what I'm like dog no, I, I really don't work here and my partner that was next to me he was bigger as far as like he was a fat dude um was he uh probably like he, he was in his well over 300 but uh we both was standing there and, and we was with somebody else but the other dude he looked soft so the dude was like man y'all two break this shit up y'all got a job I was like fuck it you know what I mean and we you know we got the tail end of it but he just saw that we reacted mm-hmm. it's like shit from there but the con to that was he didn't tell us you know uh, what kind of club it was see when we got there it was um, a regular night club where the area we was at, it was everybody was back there, music, you know what I'm saying? But when he hired us, he was like, yeah, come, come tomorrow at 8 o'clock, um, dress like this, uh, be prepared to work from 8 to close, cool. So, we, we, you know, we come dressed out, he told us to, but it's during the, the evening, you know what I'm saying? It's earlier, you know, 8 o'clock, is we like, what the fuck going on here? You know, the club to open up till 10. Well, it was a male strip club, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I knew it was a funny story. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know it until, yeah. like, I'm like, damn, real. I'm talking to my, my mans. I'm like, yo, it's a lot of bitches back here, dog. Like, I don't see no niggas. And the ones I do see got on clothes, and they walking around like the DJ, and, you know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it got to a point where I, I just was like, hold up. Some ain't right here, man. There's too many women in this motherfucker. I was like, it's either a gay club, these is like all niggas, or, you know, my man's like, no, no, it's, it's, man, I'm telling you, it's, it's just a club. I've been here before. And I'm like, all right. Lights went down, this fucking dude hopped on stage, start, like, you know, introducing it. And then the lights went off again, and then the fucking dancers was there. And I said, oh, So you didn't shit. see the, the, the strip club no, set it was up? No, it was no, listen, there was no pole. It was uh-huh. just a stage. It was like the, it was the cave, you know what I'm saying? So it looked like a cave. It just didn't right. have nothing that, like, there was no signage that said the cave, no mail review, no, not even outside. It said the old name of the club. It was mm-hmm. called Flow, H, H2O or Flow, some shit, but it, it, the name of the club was called Club Flow. The signage was not even working, but you could tell, you know what I'm saying, like the little part that did light up, it was like H2O or something like that, Club H2O, I don't know. But it didn't say nothing about the cake. It was my first time going the night before, so I'm thinking like, oh, it's the... But I worked in that joint for a minute, like like two and a half years. Just cause, man, I got a lot of bitches in that joint. You know I know that. Saying? That's what I'm figuring. I'm, I know you can catch yeah. something. Oh, you yeah. catch it all the time in security, right. man. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that shit is... Nightclub security is, is too easy. All right, so uh, you also <laughs> rapped around this time too, right? Yeah, I was, I was, I was rapping. <laughs> what was your rap name? Uh, Vinny Smooth. <laughs> that sound like old school. Vinny Smooth. Mm-hmm. That's that's the kind of rapper I wanted to be. Was like, you know, I, I like the old '90s music, and then even the old '90s the, music. Yeah, like, like <laughs> okay. the R and B, the Jodeci, the. Uh, you name it, shout uh, out all them all them R&B groups, cause I was like, damn, if only I could sing, man, I get, I pull a lot more bitches. I'm, I'm like, I'd be like Gerald Levert, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? Gerald Levert was a big teddy bear nigga, getting bitches all the time, man. But uh, you know, rest in peace, now. So two years, you worked there at security two years. So yeah. after that, you joined the military. No, I, um, damn, I'm trying to think how long was I doing? I was doing security probably like six, seven years before I did that. Okay, that was just like. The military was my last, it's like the beginning of the end. 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, because right before my military years, I call it my bum ass nigga years. Because wow. <laughs> I was a bum ass nigga. <laughs> and I was trying to sell weed. I couldn't sell weed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, yo, let me get a half. Right? Now, a half back, when I was trying to do it, you get money off of that. Mm-hmm. But my problem is I smoke it. Oh, <laughs> uh, so smoky from Friday. Huh? Pretty smoky much. Friday. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't owe motherfuckers. I, you know, here I pay straight out yeah, and uh-huh. just try to sell it on my own. But I just sucked that selling weed. You know what I'm saying? I had a son to take care of and I wasn't working. I was just relying on security work. You feel me? And I wasn't managing the bread right. None of that shit. I was just fucking up. I just wanted to fuck bitches, smoke weed, get drunk. You know? All right. So, before the military, give us a funny, a funny club story. Um, no, that happened. The club don't happen. Um, all right, so, what Phil talking about, that happened last year. No, we'll get to it all. We'll get yeah, to yeah, the, that. But let me see. Funny I'm club job. Back then, we'll, we'll get to that. <clears throat> oh, man, see, I... I Damn, that's that's kind of hard. Like thinking back, this is a funny job before pre-military. Um, like I would go into other clubs, and and this was like a thing with security. You go into other people's clubs, and like you you pretty much wear your your sign, your your uh, your colors. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Before, if you if the club opened earlier or you got off earlier, some way. You just walk up in there, you know what I'm saying? And, man, <clears throat> I got thrown into a pool at, what's the name, um, Bamboo? Is that, I'm trying to think, Chronic? Not that, not Chronic. Uh, it's a club on City at Delaware Ave. It was a it was a black club at one point, but I got thrown into the pool for fucking. Not, n- no, it wasn't on. Roxy or the Bamboo. That was the name of it. And they had to, well, Bamboo I went, was a uh, was nightclub, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had a pool, <clears throat> and uh, I didn't even notice. I'd never been there. Mm-hmm. Chrome, that was the name of it. I was trying to think of the name. You know, I was about to say Gotham, but I'm saying yeah, to myself, I, this I is, about, yeah, this, that's before your time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I know about Gotham, though. I, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, I like, no, it couldn't be Gotham. I ain't never been there. I don't yeah. no, no, but... Mm-hmm. Talking to one of the bouncers' girls, I'm thinking like, you know, this punk ass motherfucker. Hey, man, they pulled, rolled right up on me and my homie. Like, yo, it's time to go. And I'm like, no, man, we flexing, we trying to at least the motherfuckers picked us right up. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like 270 got picked up. Yeah, but it was a few of them niggas. You know what I'm saying? It was a tussle, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That threw you in the water. But it was like, <laughs> damn, I was mad, yo. I was all this shit, like. So everybody in the club, and it was like at that point, it wasn't even about like being, cause cause like like we had this conversation. Mother was like, "Oh, y'all gonna let them niggas do that to you?" It's like, yo, sometimes you know what I'm saying. You gotta know when to withdraw. You know what I'm saying. You gotta know when to fight them battles. It ain't about you know the toughness, cause anybody can get fucked up. It's just be smart. Cause if they kind of our spot, then we know what it is. But if we come back, we gotta come back deeper. But then people call the cops, so you know it's. You gotta be smart. <clears throat> but like, man, I'm trying to think, man. I, I mean, I got more like stories where, like, like the the 
the crazy shit with the women. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, give us one of those that you never uh, talked about on your show yet. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So, listen, right? I met this babe. I ain't gonna say what club it was at. Because she followed my uh she followed my footprints so she gonna be watching or listening to this you know what I mean but I don't give a fuck and she know babe was married you know what I'm saying she still is uh happy family it looks like now which is cool I like that um man so I met her because she was working in the same club as me you know what I'm saying and talking to her uh, just here and there, you know, like, I guess, uh, like, just getting to know her, you know what I'm saying? It was another chick that worked up front, a little Asian babe. Now, that's the one I was initially trying to crack on, because they say the Asian girls don't fuck with us like that, or you got to be a certain type of black dude for an Asian chick to fuck with you. Yeah. I'm trying to crack that stereotype. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> fuck all that. You feel, but, uh, nah, uh, so... Long story short, after a while, just listening and all that to this chick, I made the move. And I was asking her about, like, the sex toy parties and things of that nature. You know, I'm like, yo, you be doing this type of shit, but you don't be having people with you. And she got to telling me about her situation with her husband and the whole nine. So I said, oh, that's why you're by yourself. Okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? So then I don't even want to call it what she called it uh, a work relationship where they'd be like that's my work husband or my yeah, work wife that bullshit yeah yeah I don't like that shit you no. know what I'm saying like no <laughs> bitch I ain't no such thing as a work husband no it's and, not cause if you my lady I don't wanna hear that shit exactly that, you belong to that nigga then. Hey, you right, feel me you, go. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me like no so um the fast forward our first night we spent a night in a hotel but I got this little my little homie with me, that dude security with me. And the only thing separating me from busting her ass is the panty draws. And I'm like, man, I ain't got no straps. But she an older chick too, so you know, I'm like, that was, you know, can you still have babies? You feel me? <laughs> you gotta ask shit like that, you feel me? Like, I listen, I, I done asked some crazy shit probably. I know I have like in the middle of some stuff. I've done some crazy shit with women where I look back and like, I'm not the person that if somebody, like, all right, I'm gonna ask y'all real quick. If a bitch, <clears throat> excuse me, if a woman that y'all was talking to, <laughs> let's say you was getting to know the lady you you with now, and you know y'all expose secrets and things like that because you don't want this shit to come out later or, you know, just, <sighs> so... Is I I went to knock this one babe off, but I ain't had no rubbers. And she's like, "You got one?" I said, "No, I don't. I don't. I think I might even put this up there, but just it's y'all platform. So I want to know from the peoples. How would y'all look at a chick if she said she fucked a nigga with a, a sandwich bag? Like she let a nigga oh, use a sandwich bag no. to fuck. Uh-uh. If 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 your girl was like, yeah, one time I let it do." Use a sandwich bag as a rubber. It. I would look at her totally differently. So <laughs> <laughs> you? How about you? <laughs> if, she, if the female said that, yeah, yeah, yeah I would look at her different. 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, if I was a dude in that situation, it's a bad joint, and I wanted that, and right. she say I have to use this. No, 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 no. That was your solution. That was my solution because I wanted the pussy. You know what I'm saying? Right. She was, she was nice to me. You feel okay. me? And I said I want that ass. Right. So she said you gotta use this or nothing at all. Then I guess I gotta fucking. No, use she. It. I don't know if she knew, but I was. Mm-hmm. Well, she had to know because it was a sandwich bag. You know what I'm saying? Like shit was everywhere, dog. Like it was, <laughs> <laughs> the gas opening. You Listen, know man. I try to. I've had a rubber band too. Oh my god! See, that's too much. And where Listen, was you at? Did, when I did that, you said you was in a hotel, right? No, when, when I did when I did that with the sandwich bag, yeah. I was in my grandma's crib. All right, so <laughs> where, did you, where did your grandma live? <laughs> she lived with Norristown. I used to bring a lot so of hoes. There to was no place that no, you can find a condom from in Norristown. It's not. No, it's like you don't want to kill the moment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> How many times you go with something raw because you ain't want to kill the moment? That's why. And you was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to risk it. I'm going to risk it. Well, you know now, being from being in the military, you know you always come prepared. That's true. I mean, I, I knew that pre-military, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, listen, there was times where I didn't think I was going to get no pussy going to go see a baby. Like, I didn't even prep for that. In the back of my mind, I said... The, 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 the most prep I'm going to do is just wash my balls, you know what I'm saying, prep and all that good shit. Like shower and all that. Mm-hmm. But that's like the most prep with certain females, you know what I'm right. saying? And then I, it turns around like, oh, my goodness. I ain't going to lie. I'd have had a lot of kids by now <laughs> testing the water. <laughs> Especially with, the, listen, I ended up knocking the babe down. That, yo, but it was just something about her, man. See, like, this is what women do. And they be like, oh, I don't know why niggas is crazy. So on and so forth, like I, you know, for the moment I could be crazy with some shit if you my girl. So she was never mine. Mm-hmm. I knew she was going back. I just didn't know how soon it was. But for the time I had her in my possession, like the hotel room, the second time, man, she washed my fucking body from head to toe, washed my balls, everything, like, like coming to America type shit, dog, like all this. <laughs> You feel me? And I was just in the joint like, oh, my God, I felt mad special. <laughs> I say, yo, her nigga is missing out on this. It made me think. I wanted to be like, yo, fuck you, boy. You know what I'm saying? But she wasn't my type. She too friendly. She's too friendly. <laughs> I don't like that friendly shit. You know too I mean? friendly like how? Um, I think she might have a condition. That's a funny joint, man. See, you... you the babe, so listen, man. <laughs> uh, the babe from the club that I met with the little arm. People know about that shit, but that's a funny joint, man. Cause that bitch had a little arm, though. Her little shit was like, <laughs> man, listen. But I, uh, man, the babe at the hotel though, it's like she she treated me like royalty, man. And then I stopped working at the club and we lost contact. And, like right before the club though. She brought her dude there. That's the fucked up shit that women do, too. Niggas do it, but women are just... She introduces me to her husband. Mm-hmm. Then takes me into the bathroom and sucks my dick. No bullshit. Comes out. I see her later on kissing all on her husband. Mm. Like, no time frame. Back. Like, mm-hmm. just... You know, I love you. <laughs> Like, damn, what kind of love is that? But she told me, like, she was a scorned woman. 
for what he did to her, she was like, I'm going to pay that nigga back tenfold. I didn't believe her. I really didn't. I really didn't. But I know for a fact, even before this situation, well, the situation with her, that when women are really scorned, if they stick around that long, oh, they're going to pay you back. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh... After all this, after uh, the girl with the little arm. <laughs> that bitch was a, she had a little arm and was a drug dealer from what she said to me. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know, like, last time I heard about her, she was shot in the hospital and all that. And I didn't give a fuck because I told her not to do shit. Now, I don't know how true that shit is, is as far as, like, her people, but I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't. I wonder if she's still alive, like, cause I put the episode out, and I know people from Jersey, so I, like I made sure I uh, tagged them and like yo share this shit, cause of where she live at. Right. Cause I'm like, how many people in Jersey got a little arm? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many light skin? Do you think it got back to her? Nah, cause I feel like with social media, she had contacted she reached me. Out. Mm-hmm. I feel like that. Yeah, probably. I feel like that. Right. She had some good pussy too, though. Not <laughs> it was just the fact that she had a little arm. Mm. I wasn't fucking with that. <laughs> I wasn't fucking with that. I'm, I, listen, I could put up. She, see, it's not the fact that she had a little arm. It's just like her personality. It's like your, her personality didn't fit the arm. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like if you was like, yo, that's big whip, but you know he's this, that, and the third. He treat people a certain way, but then you find that I got a little arm. It's like, damn, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. like the fuck. She's a bitch too, man. But nonetheless. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when did you join the military? Um, two thousand ten. <laughs> All right, and that's where you met this guy. Yeah. And how was? In eleven, two thousand eleven. All right. My now. first meeting. Of him, he yelled at me because I didn't know what the fucking A driver was, man. I'm fresh out of basic. I'm infantry, so they ain't teach me none of that shit about driving. We was always in the back of a big-ass truck going places or in a bus. We driving to LMTV, right? Mm-hmm. Going to Fort Dix. I'm falling asleep, big-ass truck rocking me, vibrating tell, tell this him, shit. Tell them uh, what an LMTV <laughs> is or the equivalent of it. Oh, a lot of people don't know what that is. Oh, man. I, shit, that's a big-ass, like... To me, it's like a dump truck without the dump part. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like... It's a cargo. It's a carrier, right? Cargo mm-hmm. and all that shit. That motherfucker's big, and um, he driving it though. And I'm like, man, I you know I ain't never been nowhere outside of fucking Fort Benning doing this. So we on. I'm. And I hear him like, yo, can I get over? But I'm like, man, this fucking vibration. I think you had the heat on in that joint. You know what I'm saying? It was just cozy for a big nigga. You feel? <laughs> it rocked me to sleep. <laughs> so, uh, so with the LMTVs, it's so big, you don't have a, a rear view mirror, so you can't mm-hmm. see the back of you. Is that what you was talking so, about earlier? When yeah, you said yeah. So, so the passenger have to let you know when you can get over. Mm-hmm. You can't see it by the, being in the driver's seat. You can't see it, so you're only... View is that person that you're with. So you say, "Can I get over?" And they let you know when you can get over. Right. And that's what he's he's speaking. See, on I didn't know that because I'm just like, "Yo, this is a big ass truck. Whoever driving this shit must drive trucks for a living." Because even when I got license on it, he told me the first day, like, "Oh, you a big nigga? You be driving this shit? Fuck that!" <laughs> I'm like, "Shit, little dude, you know I'm driving it." Three drills in, yo, whip, come on, get your license. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> he made me get all that shit. Yo. But that's that's because we didn't have nobody that can drive it. When I joined the military, 
privates had to learn how to drive everything. Right. And we was go across the board. If you're a private, they get you a license. Oh, you don't know how to drive this? You're going to learn. And then they, right. they teach you, get you a license. Yeah. So by the time when you came along, a lot of privates didn't have a license, and there was right. no NCOs pushing them to get a license. Right. So that's why I was like, yo, you're yeah. going to drive this motherfucker. But that's why I fuck with you, know, like, like, like. No, 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 no. Uh, everybody in the judgmental podcast world, Philip is really an asshole. Nah, he is. He is. Because <laughs> listen, because listen, you know, listen, you know how many debates? Because he don't like to be wrong. Or mm. it's like, this my this is my vision. This is what I see. This is my point. I'm standing on it. I fuck with that. But it be like, I fuck with it when it ain't got shit to do with me. Mm. Most of the time, that shit is the right <laughs> way to go, though. You got to admit. Mm. I, I can't. I can't say. I can't agree or disagree. I just say it depends on the situation and the person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause we didn't have plenty of debates, and I'm like, yo, I wish I could pull my fucking hair out. Man. Real <laughs> shit. But you don't realize the military days are so long. Mm-hmm. You need those debates. You need the back and forth bullshit just to help time fly. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. So a lot of times I will fuck with them, even if I was wrong. I'm gonna keep going on and stick to my point until they shut up because I got more rank than them. Shut and then I'm gonna win this battle. That's, I'm that's the way I was looking. <laughs> I'm at shocked it. at that. I'm shocked. You're not letting anyone. Uh, everyone here knows that uh, that's, that's your thing. You know wrong shit. I'm wrong but, sometimes, but oh, most, no, of most, time, time. most of the time I'm right. You know I mean? Oh no. It would just be funny. Like, if, it ain't, if, if it ain't you, you having a debate with him with, it's mm-hmm. funny. But if you having a debate, yo, you. And, and it's funny that you say that because. Everybody thought the same way, you know what I mean? And they'll stand around and watch me debating with somebody, cracking the fuck up laughing, you know what I mean? That shit, yeah, because it go on and on. You know why? Because I'm a quick thinker. So when somebody say something and they got a good kickback where it should be in the conversation, something will pop in my head and I got something to throw back at you. So you better be ready to come back, you know what I mean? And a lot of times people can't go back and forth, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, so... You, you, both of y'all had told a story about uh, someone shitting <laughs> in front of a, a camper. A tent. Tent. I'm sorry. I'm mad at that shit. I ain't gonna lie. That was me because I, I listen. I was outspoken. Like mm-hmm. I looked at it like this. I understand rank. I respect it. But I'm a man before that shit. Mm-hmm. And you're not gonna talk to me however the fuck you wanna talk to. Me. Like okay. it's a it's a way to ask me and say stuff to me without being disrespectful, condescending, all all that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I understand situations too. Like if if it's a tense situation and like motherfucking uh, tempers is up, like I understand. Like yeah, he ain't mean that shit. Mm-hmm. She ain't mean that. Like I, I get that. But on the flip side, you know, it's certain shit that I just was like no. Nah. And that's one of them. Cause I'd have been. I used to get mad at shit that other people should be mad about. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like damn, dog, stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. What the fuck. So go ahead, Phil. Tell the story. About the, uh, no, no, that's really Whipple's story. But what I was saying is, um, the way we set it up, we had all the, the lower enlisted put their tents together. So all these tents, and they're like half a tent. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people listen might think of a big ass tent. It's right. not like that. It's like no, a half oh, a tent. Shit, I had to fit in that so, one tent. So once you put your tent up, you got to like get on all fours and like crawl in to get inside the tent. Right. So they was in a circle, and then you had a, a couple yards away, you had the NCOs with their circle of tents. And then one morning... Somebody had a big-ass pile of shit in front of their tent. Yeah. And we didn't know who did it, and we was like... I'm telling you, that's some white boy shit. You know who did that? You know who I think did it? Lynch. He like a dirty, trifling, <laughs> disgusting, <laughs> greaseball white boy. I don't think he did it. I, it's either him or I he think, influenced it. I think it could have been a white boy, but I think 
somebody else that one of y'all in that group was beefing with from another section. I don't think no one in know, our cause, section did. Cause, cause the way now I can't speak for everybody. Unless people didn't fuck with me, I didn't know it. But they didn't shit in front of my tent. That's the part that, you know, like I'm, I was cool with everybody mm-hmm. until we had an issue. You know what I'm saying? Like. We never had no serious issue. We never had any issues. It was just like this motherfucker is being this way. I'm like he being this way, and right. call it a fucking day. But if we gotta get something done, he know I'm gonna get it done. Right. I'm gonna help get it done. Mm-hmm. And I'm see, I don't, I don't think it was Lynch because a lot of at that time, a lot of the NCOs hung together. So right. we would have had to hang together. But and he was there. Was it because? Because so remember, it was. It had to be like. Was that not? That was at Fort Knox. Where was that? Yeah, at? I can't remember where. What's the other one we go to down south that was uh not Fort Knox but down south? What was that one called? Only place I've been to down south was well considered south was Knox and what's the name? AP Hill. AP Hill we's in the back. I don't think I don't think it was neither one of those. What's there's another one that we used to go to. I can't think of the name. It'll come to Did me. y'all go to the gap and that happened? Because I was that wasn't the gap. That wasn't at the gap. It was another joint that we had to drive down to. I feel like it was down south. It wasn't Fort Dix. It was down south. I can't remember the name. It'll come to me, but uh, right now I can't. But that's why I don't think it was him. And plus, I know him, even though he probably is like a, a dirty dude. You know what I mean? Cause that motherfucker looked disgusting. Man. He, he used to dig up his nose and shit. He wouldn't have done like that. Like some stuff I feel like you should do in like the privacy of the bathroom or your own home. And you just, I look at him, he just be all in his shit and just digging in his ass. I'm like, you dirty motherfucker, man. <laughs> he digged in his ass. Just digging in his ass. Just dirty. Like, uh, you, you know that weird white shit that they used to do, man. We used to, it used to be so divided, though, in our section. Um, we, when you say divided, do you mean like whites, blacks, or NCOs yeah. and privates? No, nah, it was it was like whites, blacks. Because NCOs, y'all got along with each other. And mm-hmm. y'all was in one room. But to an extent, like when we started getting all them new privates, mm-hmm. man, it was... All, all the black privates in one room and it was one white dude who was into black women and shit like that, black mm-hmm. culture. And then the other room was all white people and that one black dude who was into the white culture. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> You feel me? It was weird as shit. But and that's why when we made y'all do the circle, we tried to mix y'all up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of having everybody next to the person that they like, we spread it out and put like somebody that you ain't cool with in between each tent. And y'all was pissed off about it, but it was a biz. You know what I mean? See, I wasn't there for that one. That happened after I left because okay. my last drill was Fort Dix. The uh, the uh, it was Fort Dix because I got out in January mm-hmm. and um, we had the Pope John like right before or after that. But we went to Fort. Remember we did all that medical shit and all mm-hmm. you know the typical stuff that we do yearly. We did that. Came home or we came home and went to the Pope thing. So that was my last drill, but that was the last drill was that Fort Dix was uh was right before, was when that shit happened with that sergeant, and uh, I think he was whatever section that dude Collins was in. Mm-hmm. What happened with the sergeant? When he came into the room, just he came looking for him, but I didn't know he was an NCO. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of motherfuckers look alike. They like white <laughs> black people look alike. What white people look alike. So what happened was the dude wasn't with our section. Yeah, he but wasn't he came in our, in our room looking for somebody because somebody was supposed to be at du- on duty, and they didn't show up for duty. So he went to our section's private room, 
Yeah. And just started raising hell, people laying down and shit. You know what I mean? What Flipped time was it? No, no, we was chilling. We we was in a room chilling. What, it was, what time was it? It was it was we was off duty, so what, I don't seven? know. No, it was it was probably like later on, like like eight ish, nine ish, because we mm-hmm. was we was all chilling in the room, and um, he walked in that motherfucker like I don't know how who let him, I don't know if some nobody let him in. It was the door was open, and he just. Yo, and I, I said, whoa, who? Because I looked at him first, like, yo, who the fuck is you? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was it was some, you know, some, some. it was quiet, but he's looking like, oh, yeah, come here. Yeah. Then he just walked away, like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Well, see, it was a lot of that in the military where somebody has rank and they would talk to you any kind of way, knowing if y'all wasn't in uniform or y'all wasn't in the military, he would cross the street if he saw you coming. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I just thought, and I saw that. Like, the same way I am outside of the military, I wasn't in the military. Except when I had dudes under me, if shit wasn't getting done, they'd get on me, so I got to get on them. But other than that, I was the same person. But you see, a lot of a lot of NCOs hit a switch, and they're a whole different person. Like, if you talking shit and fucking with me and, dr- and getting on my ass about everything, when we off duty, don't act like we friends, because I, st- I still remember how you fucking act mm-hmm. when other people are around. Right. So when higher ups that's higher than you around, you act like an asshole and treat me like shit. But when they not around, now we friends again. Like yeah. so, uh, you so stay that, is me. that common or yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. very common. Yeah, but see, like that's why I had I knew already just based on what I know about myself, how I carry myself. Like I already, I already know who's going to be this and whatnot. So I have to act accordingly. Because even then, I wouldn't really talk to no NCOs when I was in there. Cause I I went through shit and I was like, damn, this is how it goes when you have a problem. I said, okay, say less. So I would only bring up certain shit, or I would only, you know, if it wasn't something that I needed to put out, then I, you know, I ain't talking nobody about the shit. Right. So, uh, what's your funny military story? Uh, both of you. A funny oh, story. Man. I, I don't really oh man I'm trying to think funny I don't, I don't know I just know I'm I'm just I don't know I'm just outspoken man <laughs> like other people would find shit funny okay when I got when when everybody got smoked that's funny well, he's at Fort Knox right remember after remember, the cooling every not, cause I looked at it like this man I'm not in basic training no more and you're not gonna smoke me cause you mad mm-hmm. like like I ain't do shit to you. Whoever you mad at, take that shit up with them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't punish the whole group because you and your feelings about some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like he was just saying, people get ranks and they act a certain way to stand in third. So I'm looking at it like, okay, when you was at E4, we was cool. You got that E5, now you tripping. You got that E5, now you being disrespectful. See, you, I could take you when you was tripping. But disrespectful, no, nah, that's where I draw the line. So I was just being disrespectful back. <laughs> so there's a story behind that because we smoked every, everybody, you know what I mean? And we wasn't going to do that. We was going to smoke only a certain amount of people. Um, I was included in Wait a minute, wait a minute. Explain, <laughs> explain to them what, what smoking is. All right, so smoking is like if a, if a private or specialist or whatever, somebody does of lower rank does something fucked up. And you want to punish them. So you can make them do flutter kicks. That's when you're laying on your back and you kick your legs in the air. And that shit start hurting after a while. <laughs> you got front back goes. Where when they say front, back go. Go is running. You're standing in place and you're running. 
And then they'll say, uh, back. You got to fall on your back and do flutter kicks. And then, and then when they say go, you running again. Front, you doing push-ups. That's so they just be like front, back, go. And you just see this person, boom, 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 doing like until they get wore the fuck out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got, if they say beat your face, you got push-ups. I wasn't doing that. You keep doing push-ups until you can't do no more muscle failure. You know what I mean? Because all that <laughs> on TV shit where they say, give me 20. And then they do 20 and that's it. That shit no, don't happen. Fuck that no. shit don't happen. They say, they say uh, beat your face. And then you just start beating your face with just doing push-ups. And then they'll have side conversations. They'll forget about you. You sitting there struggling, you know what I mean? And Until they say get up, you know what I mean, or whatever. And and a lot of times they do that on purpose. Forget about you. And you still can't get up, you know what I mean? And that's that's what smoking is, to fuck you up without actually fucking you up. You know what I mean? wasn't doing none of that shit. So when they said uh, beat your face, what did no, you do? I, see, that was the first time I heard that, keeping mm-hmm. it real. But, like, I, so I want to say the backstory because I don't think the Kim Light shit started it. With me, it was the fact that it was this private McMillan mm-hmm. who every day had to go get gas cans and shit in the morning. <laughs> They just was like, yo, McMillan. I'm like, bro, you see how many other people? The thing is, McMillan was a pushover. And we would we would task out the jobs to different people, but we didn't care who did it as long as it got done. Right. So if I told him to do it, and then he told McMillan to do it, McMillan do it, that's not going to affect us. We just happy that it got done. Right. You know what I mean? So that's the problem. McMillan got to step up for himself, and he didn't. If somebody tell him to do something, he do it. Not what he, Us being NCOs, we don't care as long as y'all do he, it. He you know came I mean? to me. He came to me and said something to me, right? And he was like, "I'm just following the chain of command." And I said, "Bro, I'm an E3. You're E1. I understand with the concept of that, but you might want to take this shit up with somebody else." He did, and I think it was either Keck or Moheran. That was his bad. That was his mistake. Because Keck was on some shit, and I was like, you know what, fuck that boy. And he was the one who I had the issue with. Mm-hmm. That's who um, he was telling McMillan to go get the, the, the gas cans. I erased McMillan's name off the board, put my name up. Mm-hmm. He erased my name, put his name up. So, okay, well, I'm not going to keep wasting my energy drawing my fucking name, writing mm-hmm. shit. I'm just going to do it for him. And that was the beef that me and him had. He's like, I'm an NCO. I, if I say this, that's how I go. Right. Now, getting back to the smoke session that we smoked all of y'all, we was going to pull certain dudes to the side and smoke the shit out of them. And you was one of them. I know I was one. Exactly. <laughs> you was one of them. But someone of higher rank came to us and was like, no. I think it was Sergeant Cassie. I'm not sure. But I think it was Sergeant Cassie. No, it was. It, it, did that happen before or after the smoke? Before the smoke. Okay. Before okay. the smoke. They was like, no, get all of them together. Right. Specialists and in in below get all of them together. You know right. what I mean? Because even um, I think Garcia was it Garcia with y'all. No, nah, no. Nah. It was somebody that was a specialist, but about to be promoted to E five, and he was hanging with us. You know the uh, sergeants. It was I mean, either it was either Moharan. It, it wasn't Moharan. It was somebody else. No, but nobody got promoted. No, nobody was. It was somebody that was close to it. You know what I mean? But we had to throw him in the mix too, and we didn't want to. I forget uh-huh. who it was. Because they told us no, like, it was Moharan because he was the he was always with the NCOs. And maybe it was Moharan, but they told us they said no, all of them. Mm-hmm. And if y'all can't take care of it, we will. And we didn't want that person getting on y'all, so that's why we did it. You know what right. I mean? I either way, I still wouldn't have got smoked because I said to to differ. I say yo, smoke your wrist and write that Article 15 up because I'm not doing shit. You feel me? You think you're going to smoke me. There's nothing you can physically do to smoke me. 
you you can yell all you want to you can do whatever but like i do have a circle that if you step in the circle once i'm in defense mode it's you know what i'm saying and outside i was explaining to him like mm-hmm. bro I, like beyond this military shit i'm gonna tell you man to man because we cool outside of whatever you doing here <laughs> you know what i'm saying i said i'm taking you serious don't get me don't get it fucked up but what you're not going to do is yell in my face because you spit on me. I'm not going to take that just like, oh, he's talking and he's trying to get his point across. I'm, mm-hmm. Like, you're purposely doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? So even then, you know, Keck, uh, he Differ was like, follow me here. Followed him to the first sergeant's cabin or whatever. And I was standing out there. Sergeant King was in his, uh, he was in, off, in his little thing. And um, Keck was like, he, he screamed my name. But and see, I was um, like, yo, suck let me my jump dick, in. Motherfucker, some shit like that. Who said that? that? I said that to Keck, Keck. And Sergeant King walked out, was like, yo, who said that? And he looked at me. He's like, what? You said that? I was like, yeah. He's like, to who? And I was like, Keck. He's like, you said that to an SEO? I was like, yeah. He's like, yo, you crazy as shit. He just turned right back around, walked <laughs> it off. Like, no, well, for the most part, Differ was a uh, jokester, funny yeah. dude like that. He wasn't really the type to yell. So that day, he was just on some other shit. Yeah. And, and you know, he used to do like some uh, note and all Trust that shit. Me, so sometimes he used to be like out of his mind, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we had to like calm him down. But that day he was like going crazy on y'all. Yeah. Talking to y'all crazy, yelling. And he's normally never like that, you know what right, I mean? Right, right. I, I mean, I don't know what, I, I, personally, I didn't care. I was like, look, like first of all, I had to take a mean shit, dog. Like I went to go take a shit and my hair come up like, yo, what, pinch it off. I'm like, what? Like, dog, you know how long I've been holding this shit? You dirty motherfuckers been fucking these porta potties up. <laughs> I finally use this shit when he get clean, nigga. No, I'm I'm using the fucking bathroom. Like, yeah. fuck. I I just it was always something about like people just don't understand cleanliness. I guess I don't know, but the porta johns, you know. Oh, they disgusting. After, after if you don't use that shit when they first get there, oh, yeah, you better not use that shit to get clean. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about you got to go in the porta john and hold your breath while you. Sitting on the toilet and that's like trifling. And I would, I would fucking only go big pile of ant hill and just like you like what yeah. the fuck. And I would only go when it got clean. Sometimes I'll go in them and I see all all that shit you talking about. And I'm wondering like, why would you like continuously yeah. use this shit? I just walk in and walk out. If it's but like that, yeah. when you in the military and you downrange or something, this is all you got. Man, I go you know right into the woods. I, <laughs> I dig a hole for you, motherfuckers. I yeah, did that shit a lot. But like. The funny part about that, after all that, is when I just say, you know what? I said to myself, I said, damn, they down there getting smoked. Half of them, majority of them didn't even do shit. And they getting smoked because of me, partially because of me. Mm-hmm. I own them to my shit, whatever. Fuck it. Go ahead. But I know how to get smoked. See, the other motherfuckers, they get caught up in the fact that it's a sergeant yelling at them to do. They just do it at your own pace. My first get tired eventually, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just did it my way. It was like, uh, what was it, the fucking roll, John? Mm-hmm. I had to roll around, like just extend my body straight and just roll. But it was a B, man. I'm allergic to B stings, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the fucking B was there. I stopped right there. I was like, oh, shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they thought I was like, like playing around. I said, no, man. It's a fucking beat, and they, I got everybody smoked again because they was laughing and shit. <laughs> and, and, and see, like in boot camp, it was a lot of those double smoke sessions going on because you'll be getting smoked 
but it's on anthills. And these fire ants down south bite yeah, the shit out of you. you so up. you down there as soon as... And I used to stand there at attention, but my eyes is looking at the ground because I'm trying to see where the anthills is at. So when they say drop, I'm going to drop over here. Yeah. So, But when you drop over here, you're out of formation. So now I'm all close to somebody else. But I'm like, fuck those ants over there. Yeah. And But then when they make you roll, now you're rolling. So the ants get in your pants, yeah. in your shirt. Oh, man, we used to be ate up so fire bad. Ants, that fire, yep, yo, fire I was ants. on a range doing a reflexive fire. And a fucking dude, like, he, he stepped on the anthill, didn't know it. Yo, the motherfucker, I don't know if they was already out or it was just, man, listen, I learned about a lot about ants since then because they Shit. tore his ass up. I had a battle buddy, and we were supposed to put, this is back in the day when you had a, a shelter half. We didn't have the tents, but you, right. you had a half. You had to put your half with somebody else and so y'all could put a tent together. Yeah. So me and my battle buddy had a, a, our halves. I left my half because I had duty. I said, yo, find us a good spot. Put our joint up. He said, all right, boom. He was doing that. I was on duty. I came back at night. I'm like, yo, what's going on, man? He's like, it's ants in there. I'm like, what you mean? Everybody else in the fucking rack sleep. I'm like, what you mean? So I look in there. There's ants all over this motherfucker. Like, he built our tent on a fucking anthill. So we got, like, our, our E-tools, which was, like, shovels. And we, like, scooped all the ants out. And then we, like, fucking went to sleep. And then in the middle of the night, I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> It's like ants all over both of us just biting us the fuck up. Like all night. And then it rained that night. Mm -hmm. So I had like the little cot joint and I was outside and I was laying like this and the rain was coming down and was hitting me. I had my sleeping bag, but you can't live in a sleeping bag. You got to have like a breathing hole. Right. So I had the little hole trying to breathe and, I, and all night I was like trying to sleep. But now when the rain stopped, it's mosquitoes. So it was just like the one of the worst nights of my life. I dealt with ants all night, and then when the rain stopped, the mosquitoes bit me the fuck up all night. Is I that mean, your funny story? I mean, I'm just saying. It's, it's just so much stories in the military that's funny. Just everyday life, funny stories are going to happen. Go ahead, give us one. I, it's, it's shit like common sense. I, I wouldn't even say that. It's, like we used that Fort, Fort Dix the one time in, what, Tent City, I guess that would, would you would call it. Mm -hmm. And... uh. The motherfucker was pissing in a bottle. Like, who the fuck was that? You remember who that was? We was in the tent, and um, they wouldn't leave the tent. They had a whole bunch of bottles. Well, I think it was they kept turning the fucking uh, the heat off or something. It was something going on, but we well, was, like, well, mad as shit. One of them times, we was in the tent, the big tent, but it was real cold outside and, and muddy, so nobody wanted to go out, so a lot of people was pissing in their little bottles next to their bed. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably what you're talking about. That shit made me mad, man, because we was cleaning up, and I think it fell or some shit. I don't know. Something happened. I just like, yo, what, what kind of goofy so shit? So you rather lay in bed and smell piss rather than get out? Well, you're not going to smell it because you got a bottle. You're just going to piss in a bottle, put the top on it, and then go back to sleep. I mean, it's nasty when you think yeah. about it. You know what I mean? But if you already, like, in, the, in, in your tent, in your fucking drawers, now you got to put boots on and go out in the mud, in the cold, to a porta john. You know I what I mean? I definitely did it. Too. So I did both. <laughs> I did both. I pissed in a bottle before, and I got up in the night, cold as shit, and went out to porta john. So I did yeah. both. You know what I mean? Right. But now when you speak of a funny story and piss, you just brought me about the, a story. I got a story. Sergeant, Sergeant Magnum. Rest his soul. You know what I mean? Rest his peace. Mm. But, um... He was he was an old head, but he used to drink his ass off, so he was like pissy drunk. So one day we're we were in the bay, and it's probably like how many people can be in the bay? A lot of motherfuckers, probably like 40, 30, 40 people in the bay. And I was in the bay, and since I, I got like a little bit of insomnia, I couldn't really sleep. So I was just laying in my bed with like headphones on, just chilling. I see him get up out of the bed, but he's like still like 
eyes half open, half closed. So I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? So he walks over to the NCOs. They had like a private room with a door, but they keep like a little supermarket bag for trash like on the doorknob. Mm -hmm. So he walked over to the uh, doorknob and the door was open. It wasn't shut. They were in the bed. And so he walked in that room and I'm sitting there with my headphones. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> so he walks and he was a, a specialist. So he walks to the NCO room. He whips his dick out and just start pissing in their trash. And his eyes is closed and he just pissing. So uh, I hear, what the fuck? So then he runs. He like zips his shit up, runs, fly in the bed and throws cover over him. You know what I mean? <laughs> so then the NCOs, the two NCOs come out and they come out real fast with they flash and they're like looking. That motherfucker, he's in here, and I and I saw his socks. That's what he said. I saw what kind of socks he had on. And in the army, everybody's supposed to be wearing like uh green socks. So uh I'm laying there, I'm like, oh shit, look at this. And I knew I knew it was mad because he was like two bunks over from me. But now he got the cover on him like everybody else, and everybody in there sleep snoring and shit. So they're walking around with the flashlight, two NCOs is uh Sergeant Lafferty, that's one of my homeboys, and Sergeant Proudman. They walk into everybody's bed and they're grabbing like the sheet. To lift it up to look at their socks and see, you know, whose socks is what. So uh, I'm laying there, and then when they came over to me, they, they was like, "My, did you see who that was?" I was like, "No, I just saw like a shadow run. I don't know where they <laughs> went." For one, that's the, that's facts because in the barracks, when the lights go out, it's dark as fuck. Shit. So you, you don't know who it was. But I knew it was Magnum because you know of the bunk. <clears throat> not only the bunk because me knowing Magnum yeah. and knowing he's an he, alcoholic, he, he got right. a distinctive like walk, right? And all you know that. what I mean? So I knew it was him. So they going around every bed, pulling the sheet up. And then when they got the magnet, they pull up. Sergeant uh, Prowl was like, I know it's this motherfucker right here. You know what I mean? And they didn't really fuck with him. I don't know if they were scared or what. But they were just like whispering, standing over top of him. And he's sitting there like, <laughs> doing all that shit. You know what I mean? And I was just cracking up laughing and shit. And then in the next day, it was like a big thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's when they confronted him about it. And I think he denied that they didn't really had the proof so they couldn't really do shit to him. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But I was dying and that shit was so funny because he pissed in that little ass bag. I'm talking about like one of these little fucking bags like this just hanging on the door. Mm -hmm. And he must have been like sleep and just like thinking he's in the bathroom. You know what I mean? Right. But this this guy likes to drink all the time. Like I was with uh, Sergeant Worthen. He was like an old head that retired from SEPTA. But he had like a fucking uh, nice ass BMW. So we went out drinking and stuff and then we pulled in to, um, like, Wendy's or McDonald's or something. We was in the drive-thru. And then he said, uh, yo, you got an extra bottle up there? And then uh, somebody passed him a bottle in the back. And Sergeant Worthen was ordering. And then somebody was like, yo, what the fuck you doing? Magnum was in the back seat. And this is like, his BMW was nice to the T, like, plush. He got his dick out and he, like, sticking it in the bottle, trying to aim his piss in the bottle. So then Sergeant Worthen like, motherfucker. Next thing you know, like this big argument going on and shit. I'm going to kick your fucking ass. Like, because he was snapping on him. He was like, you ain't never get in my fucking car again. He was like just going off on him. And that's how, that's how uh, Sergeant uh, Magnum was. Like, he couldn't hold his piss. You know what I mean? Like, if he drink, he got to piss. Kind of like you. My boy, yeah. Kind of like you. you know what I mean? Drink, he got to piss. And that's a rap. He's going to piss. He like that, dog. Yeah, my, my boy. Because sometimes it's cool. But then sometimes, man, I gotta go like a racer. This if if I'm drinking beer, that's the only time it happened. Like if I was sitting here drinking Coronas or the Bud Light stuff like that, I'd be man, hold up. <clears throat> oh, like bathroom break. You know what I'm saying? Cause that shit run through me. Well, that's how he is when he gotta go. He got now. Tell that story about uh, I-95. So uh, it was um, someone was leaving your job, wasn't it? 
I think it was just a. Uh, I don't think no one was leaving. It, it, I think it was a um a, a happy hour because okay. my job used to always do happy hours and they pay for drinks and they pay for food. Okay, happy hour. Where we was on South Street at Fat Tuesdays. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you pretty much I know. Arrested there. We got. Uh, we was drinking those creeping on the come up slushies. That's why I don't drink that shit no more. Cause you like, oh, this is cool. Oh yeah, this is nice. And another, you like this somewhere. So uh, they all wanted to go somewhere else. So we hopped in Philip's car. So it's like five females, me and him, and like five females in the car. Yeah. So, and see, I, I was like, I, I don't want to drive. I want to get in the back with the chicks. Mm-hmm. So I gave my yeah. keys to the little Asian joint, and she was driving, and I was in the back. And then we had an older lady that was with us. She's a Puerto Rican, but she's like 50, 60, yeah, she was something like that. She still wanted to hang. Mm-hmm. So she was in the passenger seat, and then I'll let Are you take you it from on, here. Yeah. I'll let you take it from okay. here. Okay. So we were supposed to go somewhere else. They wanted to go somewhere else. So that yeah, let's go. And the girls had talked about how they had to use the bathroom. So Philip made a wrong turn, and we was on I ninety five. You know how you go down yeah. and make that curve, <clears throat> and is that two ways you can go like the street, the regular you know residential yeah. way and and, high, and highway. So we on the highway. They all talking about going to the bathroom, and when they talk about going to the bathroom, that make me want to go to the bathroom again and shit. <laughs> so they're like, "Yeah, I want to, man. You got Why you on the highway? I gotta use the bathroom." And they keep going back and forth about the bathroom. We hit ninety five. It's damn near bumper to bumper. Bumper to bumper chart. We ain't going nowhere. And I'm like, "Look, I can't take it." Roy over there sweating it's right out on nine ninety five. He jumped out of the car. I'm talking about it's bumper to bumper traffic. People were in their car with their kids. So when he jumped out of the car on the highway. And we wasn't on the back end lane or the, the outside lane. We in the middle, in the middle lane. lane. Yeah, okay. yeah, and so so he jumped out of the car. So he's knocking on the, uh, the passenger side with the old Puerto Rican lady at. Like, open the door, open the door. I'm like, yo, don't open the door. She's like, why not? I said, if you open the door, you're going to whip his dick out. He's going to piss right there in front of you. He's trying to use the door to screen himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she didn't open the door, but he still had to piss. So he's walking. We cruising down 95 real slow. He's walking on the side of the car pissing. <laughs> All this traffic out there. Uh, don't, oh, that was crazy. That was crazy. Don't, don't, don't judge. The alcohol. <laughs> it's the alcohol. It's the alcohol. I'm telling you. I, I mean, I ain't do that, but like with liquor, man, I, I, I've been over a babe crib, had to pee so bad, I pee out her window. You know what I'm saying? Standing there, drawing butt ass naked. <laughs> she like, what you doing? And I'm like, shit, man. Like, fuck. <laughs> Gotta go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know the bathroom. You know, you ever been somewhere you don't know the bathroom at? You don't remember? Right. Or a lot of times, a lot of females that I fuck with, they live with somebody. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, somebody in the bathroom and shit. I'm trying to walk, pace, the whole night. I can't ask them to hurry the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm on the window or outside. But most of the time it's out the window. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would look first, see like if I'm gonna hit something, like what what's out there. And I used to prefer them like having back rooms and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Just cause basements and all these pissing the fucking tub jones. Like, you know, yeah, deep sink. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, 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 like we all yeah, you know what I'm saying? Cause you gotta go, you gotta go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Alright, so uh why did you leave the military? It just wasn't for me. It wasn't for me when I joined, but I was like shit. It's either this or, I don't know, man. Like, I, like I said, I was a bum-ass nigga. So, it took me, <clears throat> let me see. Um, I took 13 piss tests. I'll never forget that before I could go to MEPS and take the actual test because yeah. I kept popping hot. You know what I mean? I was smoking because I wasn't sure if that's what I wanted to do, but I was like, fuck it. 
Like, I ain't doing nothing else. At least these motherfuckers will pay me. You know what I'm saying? At least I know I got some money coming in and the whole nine. But, like, I don't know. I couldn't see myself reverting to doing shit that hurt other people. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, I couldn't sell dope, crack and shit like that because, you know what I'm saying? Like, my dad was addicted to that shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, fuck him anyway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but still, he was addicted to this shit. And people I know was addicted to this shit. So I'm like, you know, that shit hurt families. So even when, like, smoking weed, that's harmful to me. But I smoked so much that I was like, man, fuck it. I ain't had no income. So that was the military shit, pre-military. But I still was on some shit, like, after going through stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm reaching out to people. I go through some shit, like, the Fat Tuesdays, John. Um, I got kicked out of it. Like, I got arrested for uh, defending one of my Army uh, brothers. You want to go into the story? or? I mean, yeah, like, but shit. We was... We was uh, I think it was Fort Knox. Yo, it's crazy. So much shit happened around <laughs> this, bro. Because we I, did, weren't well, you there? I, when I we was trying was to plan that shit. Yeah. We, we was we yep. was up at the fucking like the 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 the, the uh, vehicles, and we was just like just you know putting them down or whatever. Um, just because we just got back and we was talking about hanging out, everybody hanging out on South, South Street. Street. Yep. And I, me and my lady, end up going down South Street. We we beat everybody down there. So we went to this hookah spot. We met up with a couple other people. And we go to Fat Tuesdays. And we're like, yo, we going to just meet up with everybody. I guess they're going to come here or whatever the case may be. So we drinking and whatnot. i never been to Fat Tuesdays before, like, where I had to pay. I, I The first time we went there, I think we paid five. So it, it threw, yeah, it threw me off. Well, uh, let me jump in. The way it works is if you go early in the day, you don't have to pay. Oh, okay, but okay. then if you go at, later on at night, you have to pay a door uh, cover. That's mm-hmm. that's how to get people. So okay. I, I didn't know that. So when we, when me and my lady came back, because um, cause my partner that's not, he, we used to live ways together. Him and his girl came down. And we didn't, like, we didn't plan on staying there, but I was just like, look, yeah, apparently there's other people coming through with they, you know, so. So you was already in Fat Tuesdays. Yeah, so we, we went early, mm-hmm. left to the hookah spot, then came back because Wright and his girl was down there. So, um, or they came, but we, they didn't want to get another hookah because it was taking too long. Mm-hmm. So we went to Fat Tuesdays. So we, it was me, Wright, my lady, his lady, my man, his girl. Then Johnson came, but Johnson wasn't in dress code. So that's what initiated everything because when Johnson came, Wright went out to get him. He didn't know you had to repay to get in. Once you left that door, uh-huh. you got to I didn't know that either. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, what the fuck is taking him so long? I'll be back, y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, my, my watch my lady. Um, you know, so we I go outside. So Wright, like, yo, they they not letting me back in. I said, like, you left or something? He said, no, I just came out here to get Johnson. Johnson was at the bottom of the steps. He like, no, it's all good. So I was like, fuck it. Like, we going to leave. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Dude was like, $10. I said, for what? He's like, you left. I said, dog, I'm sta- I didn't leave your site. You know what I'm saying? Now, it was a cop standing there. I didn't even know he was a cop. He just was like looking straight the whole time. Just He didn't break, you know? Um so I'm looking at him like, dog, what? I said, my man was standing here the whole time. I didn't walk past y'all. I came out to get him. He's like, $10. I was like, dog, I'm not paying you another 10 My wife in there, dog. Like, yo, I'm going to go get her. And he was like, no, nah, no, you're not. 
So Wright got into an altercation with one of the bouncers for the same shit, I guess. I don't know, but one thing led to another. And the cop grabbed me. I didn't know he was a cop. I swear I didn't I didn't know he was a cop until I got locked up. Mm. I threw that motherfucker down the steps. <laughs> Fat Tuesdays, y'all. Trying to help right out because mm-hmm. the they was about the bouncers already fuck him up. They picked him up off his feet. Mm. Like he probably like five five maybe. I don't know, you know, right? And he mm-hmm. talk a lot of shit, but they was gonna trash him. It was two of them. Mm. So when I saw that, I'm like, yo, we leaving. And I wasn't gonna be on some like, you know, try to fight these niggas. It was gonna be on some like let him go. We good, we out. But once the motherfucking cop grabbed me, it was like, okay, get off of me. And I don't really remember too much. I I heard some stories, but I just got to write. Once they let him go and was focused on me, the cop right girl Wright's wife punched the cop. They thought Wright's wife was my wife, right? Because right? they had that. the same hairstyle, yeah. and they were black, but my wife is taller and she thick. Uh-huh. So he pulls out the pepper spray. They fucked her up. They smacked her with the little club joint, had her leaking and all that shit. I'm like, yo, where's my wife? I didn't give a fuck about nobody. Like, I was just in straight rage mode. Once I found her, I shielded her from the pepper spray. He followed trying to spray. And once I, like, once my man, I saw him and his lady, I said, bro, make sure my wife is good. I got to do something. And then part of me was like, yo, don't do it because I'd, I'd probably be dead right now. Fucking with Philly PD. No mm-hmm. bullshit. So I was just calm. I was calm about the whole situation. I ended up beating that whole case. All right, but it was oh, more okay. to the story that you're leaving out because I remember, like, I think your wife got locked up and they was charging her for something that his her. wife did and yeah. you wanted her to come down and admit. Yeah. Go into that. Yeah, so I was on some shit like the, the detective called my wife and was like, yo, you got a warrant for your arrest for this. My wife was like, what are you talking about? She was like, this is what you... So they accused her and said she did something before. You know what I'm saying? So that's what got me... I'm already defensive of her anyway. So I was already pissed the fuck off. So I'm just like one of them dudes where... Like, I know if I did something, I'm going to hold myself accountable. You know what I'm saying? I, I take the punishment I think is, you know, worth the crime. So, yeah, I threw the cop down the steps. I admitted to all that shit. Even in court, I said, I didn't even know he was a cop. He didn't have nothing on to say he was a cop. Mm-hmm. And even the judge was like, that's true. If you had something on, said you was a police officer or whatever, you could say aggravated assault. And even at this moment, you could say hindering an, uh, 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 an arrest or some shit like that where you block. Like, if he's getting arrested, but I try to stop it, it's like, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, interfering or interfering something. Interfering with investigation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said that's the most they could get me with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's right. But I hold myself accountable. But his wife hit that cop. And they was trying to say my wife did it. And I said, bro, listen. And I'm talking to him because it's his wife. Not not Phil, but, you know, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, yo, listen. My wife didn't do that shit. Now, I'm not saying that you got to turn your wife in. I'm just giving y'all the game. It's not like you don't know me. It's, yeah. like, I'm, it's not like I'm a stranger calling you like, hey, man. You know the incident? No, it's we know each other. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to let my lady go down for something your lady did. Right. You feel me? Like, it could easily be what it is. But I, I took that personally because it was my lady. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That You feel me? Like, no. And even then, I didn't talk to that motherfucker until we did that Pope uh, detail. Okay. The only reason why I talked to him because it had something to do with the mission. Well, you ain't say so he didn't uh, try to. No. 
Nothing. They didn't take a, a lit to it. Nothing. You know what I mean? So. Nothing. Cause if is, my, that, is that what where's y'all relationship? Because yeah, y'all used to be yeah. real tight. I mean, because you got to think about it, right? If my if my lady would have been found guilty of even one charge, that's her background. Her, you know, she ain't had no no right. background. You feel me? Right. That could fuck up a lot of shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and and that's what it is. Like, and I I told my lady, I said, look, you know me, I do anything and everything for you. I take a charge for you, you're my lady, my wife. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But when it come down to it. I don't expect people to do that type of shit for me. Right. And I realize, like, dealing with shit like that, like, I don't, you, you can only, like, fuck with people till you don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And dude didn't realize, like, how, like, why the situation was what it was. And I'm like, dog, think about it. Like, you go to college. You're trying to be this. If you get in trouble, that goes away. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. I said, all right, then. Just because my wife is older don't mean, like, her her life don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, all these situations. She didn't do shit. Your wife was the, the loose cannon that night. Mm-hmm. You was the loose cannon that night. Whatever happened that caused you and that bouncer. I said, I was just being a friend and helping you out. Mm-hmm. Because what happens when you're in situations like that? If you're in a situation and I'm pressing him, you see me, like, fucking him up. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, not even on some, I'm going to let it be one-on-one. No, this your man. So, you like, no, fuck it. I'm riding with my mans. Mm-hmm. If you don't, he may look at you funny, like, right. damn, dog, you just gonna let. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he was trash. Damn, dog, I can't even look at you the same. I can't say he got my back if some crazy shit happened. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like, and that's how I was looking at it. Because even then, like, when I know people that rap, no bullshit. If, if, if I was like, like y'all two with each other, and he was rapping, I'd be like, I'm holding you to all that shit, nigga. All that shit you say you gonna do and how you is, I'm holding you to all that shit. Fuck all that. You know what I mean? If I go to jail, you talking about you got bail money? Nigga, I'm locked up. Where the bail money? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Real shit. If I go to jail and I'm like, damn, I need some soup money? Nigga, where is the soup money? You feel me? Real shit. Real shit. But I understand the dynamics of that going to jail shit. That's why I fuck with people who do crime. Because I'm like, yo, you're not about to be blaming me, having me all, you know. No. Because I don't have a... Let me set this jet, go to jail fund aside for this nigga. Right. Because he gonna fuck up or they gonna fuck up. So when they go to jail, I'm gonna pay for lawyers. And No, I ain't, I ain't got it like that. Mm-hmm. I don't even do no illegal shit. Mm-hmm. I drink and drive. That's it. <laughs> uh, so when did you get in personal training work? That was, man, I was trying to pass that PT, man. And I started doing a lot of weightlifting, like shrinking, like, like toning up and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like it was the women, man, cause they was like, yo, um, man, listen, personal trainer. That's why I don't let listen. If my wife be like, she ever was like, babe, I need a personal trainer. Nope, <laughs> nope, hell no. Cause I know from my little experience that just anything can set a woman off. She going through some shit. Oh my goodness, your game right, man. <laughs> Any situation though, but if your game is right and certain, but but certain occupations like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man. Personal training, I got into that just because, like I said, it was the women. Just, can you help me out? Can you help me do this? And they saw like I was getting mad results quick. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they would come through, and I, I would I would really be on that shit. And then there's always like a market for certain things, so. If, like, my partner I was lifting weights with, he was like, yo, we should do this. You know what I'm saying? And 
oh, fuck it, let's do it. So I would start getting into, I got into the whole fitness thing. It, it's a it's a weird world. It's a lot of weird people in there. Oh, why is it weird? Just cause, man, like, I, I don't know, like, if I can compare it to anything, it'd be like, like Fast and Furious, you know, when, when that movie came out, it was a bunch of people that was like, oh, I'm in the cars and shit. <laughs> That, that's how weightlifting is and like personal training and shit like that like like the new supplements and uh, certain type of shit you wear and like we're part of this clique and uh, like bro I ain't got time for all that shit <laughs> you know I mean? I'm just lifting weights and enjoying this shit you know what I mean like most of it, like all the little in between shit I don't got time for that you know what I mean oh you're not stacking this right you supposed to, like <laughs> bro who gives a fuck you know what I mean like come on man so that didn't last long, I take it. Nah, that didn't last long because <clears throat> of a business. Like, I we was I was I was in a partnership, <clears throat> and um, my understanding of it was, I'm like, yo, let's progress. Like, we can we can talk all day about doing something, but like, at least with the talks, let's progress with that like let's not keep talking about the same shit over and over and over again having meetings over and over and over again to not do nothing Mm -hmm. i'm more of like look what do we need oh i need you to contact this person we gotta do this cool i take from that do what i can call it a day when the business shit uh was supposed to happen well when it happened the name of the gym was my my name. I gave it the name. Mm-hmm. Um, that ended up being LLC'd or some shit without my name being on it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I felt like that was just a, a stab at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, how y'all gonna go file this paperwork but y'all didn't come up with the name? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything that the progression from the way the gym looked, like, the gym was old... Um, I mean, it was there. It was, you know, I ain't none of that belonged to me. But I'm saying the work that I put in from the time of us sitting down having this meeting, like, yo, this is the the, the direction we're going to go with this, right? So I contacted all these people and, like, through email, phone, all that shit, end up getting stuff donated, end up getting, um, like, I end up painting the whole fucking gym myself. Like, 98% of the gym I painted myself before somebody was like, yo, let me help you. And it was more than me involved with the shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, Bringing people there, just awareness, totally. Like, I was reaching out to motherfuckers in the fitness world that, you know, if you go on YouTube, you type in whatever, they'll pop up. And I was reaching out to them, like, yo, I want y'all to come to this gym. It's like an old school type situation, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's where that went. That's where it went south, and I didn't have a place to like bring people, cause that was free. It was like shit. Just hit me up. We, you know, we. I got the key. I can go in there whenever. It was inside a church. You know what I'm saying? But you know, that like bad business, and I confront it. If there's not no positive outcome, I just wash my hands with the situation. Mm-hmm. That's all. Like I don't. I don't even want to deal with it, cause. Shit get crazy after a while, man. I don't like to get physical and violent. I'm I'm a lover, not a fighter. I tell people that offhand because that's what it is. People see me, they think, yeah. you know, big dude, he might fuck something up. 
Mm-hmm. But it, it, it it's either going to take me a lot or it's that one thing that I don't fuck with that's going to get me to, you know. Right. All right, so we talked about you uh, working security in the club. So when did you start being a personal bodyguard? Um, Probably like 2015. Mm-hmm. Like I would do stuff prior to that, like just once in a blue moon type situation. The way I do security. Uh, right. Well, real quick, what was the first person? You don't have to. If you don't want to name names, first you person, don't have to. Um, what was the first person that said, "I want you to, I want you to be my bodyguard"? Well, the first person to say that versus my fr- my first job was Cassie, um, R and B singer, Diddy's Cassie. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the first ever, like, bodyguard detail I had to do. But how did you get in contact? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> the dude who owned the radio, or not the radio, the record store. So in Norristown, they had this spot called Sounds of Norristown, right? Mm-hmm. So anytime hey, an you artist already played yeah. on Partner and all the time, yeah. You so to, you, yeah. So they would um, like artists would pass through town and they stopped there for autograph signings and shit like that. So me being new to Norristown, I my first big one was um, Rough Riders. Eve came down, thing drag on the locks. DMX didn't, but like Rough Riders, that the town was shut down on Main Street. You couldn't go nowhere. But fast forward, the the dude who owned that joint <clears throat> reached out to a restaurant owner that was cool, my stepfather, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yo, we need security because she's coming, and you know what I mean, and we need somebody to guard her to stand in there." I'm. Just, 17, 18 years old. I don't know shit about bodyguarding, but I was like, fuck it. If it's just making sure she's straight, then so be it. But I had a baby face then, too. It was like, I still have one, minus the beard, but back then, it was like, you knew I was a youngin'. Mm-hmm. So, but it was cool. It was all youngins that came and seen her anyway. She wasn't, like, big. She's still not big to me, but she was the first person. The first person that asked me would be, I, I want to say, would be either be Tone Trump or Brother Polite. Mm-hmm. One of them two. One of them two. I see you do a lot with uh brother Polito. Y'all like <clears throat> on speed dial. You need something at the last I mean, minute. Just call you. Nah, nah, it ain't like that. It's um, it, it's whenever he need me. Pretty much, I'll just say that it's whenever he need me. It's he don't. I, I don't know how they operate. Like how certain people do, especially because you. I remember the first time I think I seen him was through you, and that was through the uh, bull Tommy Sotomayor. Mm-hmm. Because you showed me a video. I don't remember when it was. We was doing some military shit, but you showed me a video, and I was watching it because you put me on him. And uh, it happened to just be through his YouTube. But that's when I had got to see him for the first time. I ain't listen mm-hmm. to that shit because I'm like, man, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> you know I, mean? I ain't going to lie. I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Man, it's time for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, like, I never paid attention. But then, like, my partner, oh, here you see a lot of times with me, or me with him, um, he put. I met him through a night through the through a nightclub I used to work at. I came back because they needed help for some shit, and he asked me like, you know, we was getting to know each other. We got the military background, and he put me on some shit. So, but just like how I carry myself is why those people like that you see fuck with me. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying if you see me with somebody, you know they fuck with me. Like it ain't on some. 
let me just call somebody. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want Mac. He, he, he got me. You know what I'm saying? So when did you start uh, Invincible Security Group? That's recent because I got into some bullshit the past couple years. Last year. You want to explain Fighting it? with people. See, I don't like the cameras. Cameras is everywhere, man. And, <clears throat> okay, I was working at a club, and it was just all types of shit happening last year. Like, I was getting shot at. Guns was being pulled was out. Was this here, or? It's in Philly. Oh, okay. Like, and I've been doing security since I was 17. I'm 34 now, right? I started when I was 17. So I've been doing it, like, all types since I was that age, and... Since then, last year was the first time I ever knocked out as many people as I did. I've never done that. Why? <clears throat> it's just disrespectful, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. So I, is it getting worse, or like the people? Me, the way the people? I can't. I I can't say is is. I can't say that. I'll just say my temperament for people has gotten yeah older. You age. know what I'm saying? Because the way I look at it, like this. I don't give a fuck what you do in life. I'm going to respect you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know you. I, you could, just me, my, myself, I saw you on the street. Let's say, uh, let's say I just had to come across and we had to talk for some reason. I'm not going to disrespect you. Right. If you're doing your job, as much as I want to be mad at you, I can't be mad at you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, people get disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And I feel like social media plays a part, a big part in that because it's like, I can say, yo, fuck Phil today. He a bitch-ass nigga. Phil can't do nothing to me through the screen. He can just respond, and but he can't do nothing to me physically. But in the, in the flesh, I'd be like, yo, you a bitch-ass nigga. I don't know what triggers him. He can blow my head off. You know what I'm saying? Right. People don't have that reality these days, so it's like, oh, I can just say whatever the fuck I want to this dude. So mm-hmm. when I stopped doing the security under my other company name because motherfuckers was getting disrespectful, and he was saying shit like, Man, I I make all this money. I make more money than you. Fuck you, pussy. I kill you. Oh, ho, I'll be right back. And it's like. And this was through social media or face to face? Face to face at the club. It's uh-huh. like, damn, dog. Like, you, I ain't saying you a bitch or I, I, I'm not saying anything. I'm just assuming just because of what other people said that might be your shape and size, you know, the whole nine have said to me, like, yo. I'm not gonna fight you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get a gun or something. So when you tell me you gonna kill me, I'll be right back. No, nigga, I'm not letting you go get whatever the fuck right. you gotta go get. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I must be retarded or something. And then there's innocent people that ain't got shit to do with shit. Mm-hmm. No, I can't do that. So I gotta put you down. Mm-hmm. I explained it later on why I did it, but and that's what that was. But the the last straw was. When I smacked the dude. Is this what Philip was talking about? Yeah. All right, let's so, get it in. <clears throat> he got kicked out. I know the dude. Mm-hmm. I can't say personally, but I know him. I, I met him from another uh, bar. Was this, Oh, so this was here? It was in, in Philly. Philly. Okay. It was in Philly. But mm-hmm. I, I, I met him at a, a, another spot I was working at. It was a college bar in Maniac. I met him there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is this dude's personality, whatever. One of those black dudes who white people think is tough and all that because he from somewhere they thought is bad. So just imagine if I only hang with white people and I'm like, yeah, I'm from North Philly. And I'm like, oh, shit. Can you tell us stories? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you know how that go. Mm-hmm. So that's what they have. That's their perception of this dude. 
fast forward to this night, he got kicked out, and um, I'm walking, like, kicking people out, like, yo, it's time to go, time to, you know, and they like, yo, man, this boy at the door, he, he ain't trying to leave, he talking, all right. I go up, and I'm like, oh, this nigga. So I talk to him, and I'm talking to him. My voice already is, it, I have a low tone, so it don't, you can't hear me. Most of the time, if without a microphone, you can't, you know what I'm saying? But I'm talking to him like, yo, man, it ain't that serious. It ain't that deep. You know me. I, man, I don't give a fuck. He's being loud now, but he's referring everything to my partner. Yo, you know I shoot niggas. You know I shoot at people. And I'm like, bro, I don't know none of that shit. But you're not doing that here because we're not taking no losses. Like, that's how, I, like, me and my security team, we was tight like that. Motherfucker threatening you. No, we we moving on it, mm-hmm. and we surrounded people before where it was like, so you say you was gonna do what, and we shook a motherfucker down, you know what I'm saying? Like on point, I don't give a fuck. We we surround the whole table, outnumbered. Yeah. You gonna do what now? We got our shit. Like yeah, we make it known that we are what we are, mm-hmm. and we get to understand it like that if it's on that type tip, and most people respect it. They either be like, no, I was on some bullshit, or they be like, oh, he a dickhead, and this, that, and the third. Like, they own up to their people's faults. Right. But, like, for, like thinking about all that shit, thinking about everything that just happened the week prior to that, somebody pulled a gun out on us. Uh, one of my guards, like, lost his composure. Motherfucker hitting with a pistol. All types of crazy shit. And, like, the month before that, nigga... Got shot at. We was in North Philly, 5th Street, I think. And um, Young Bulls got mad because he wouldn't let him in the uh, after hour. Mm-hmm. Cop rolled past us. It was so crazy how this happened. Cop rolled right past us. They in the car. I see him. These motherfuckers banging U-turn. We took off running. You know what I'm saying? We didn't want to run in the club because we knew that's where they was going to go. Right. But they stopped in front. <laughs> lit that shit up. One of the guards got hit. Uh, that was my partner at the time, one of his guards. Mm-hmm. Got shot in the leg. You know what I mean? It was just all types of crazy shit. And then this dude is talking heavy to me about one of my guards. And I'm just like, bro, it's not going to go that way. Like, stop while you're ahead. He didn't. But once he talked to me, it was like, well, I don't want to fight him. I want to fight this dude. I want a problem with this dude. And he couldn't get that. So some random two white dudes standing there looking for their Uber. He throws one of them into the dude's car that he had the issue with. You know what I mean? And I saw him. Well, like Once I heard the boom, I said, what the fuck was that? I saw the white dude get up in the middle of the street. He ran. I'm like, what the fuck? They're like, yo, he throw him into the dude's car. There's a big-ass dent in the door. So I said, yo, that's your fair one right there. That gives you a reason to fuck boy up now. Mm-hmm. I said it because he was in the club talking heavy, and I know how, it, yo, handle that. But I felt like dude was kind of scared because after the fact, there's some other shit, too, that happened. But And I'm referring to my guard, not the dude. You know what I'm saying? So, dude, I'm just like, yo, now I got to do a fucking incident report. I started getting mad because the dude leg bleeding and all types of shit. He talking about calling the police. And I'm I, at this point, I said, you know what? And I'm telling dude, like, yo. And I'm looking right at him in his eyes the whole night. I'm, I'm, I'm letting him know. But people said he was coked up. He was drunk, so that didn't play a part. He kept poking me, literally. 
you know, some people talk to you and sh- mm-hmm. kept doing that shit. So I said, my man, you don't need to touch me when you talk to me. <laughs> and he kept doing it. I kept putting his hand down and he like disregarded me. And I slapped the shit out of him one time. Um, I, I Like that one slap, it was an open hand. Fucked him up. <laughs> Fucked him up. Put him down. The, the white girl that's in the video that you saw, I initially asked her, did she know that dude? And she said, yeah, my boyfriend. So I said, yo, can you take him with you? Like, before he got slapped, it was, yo, take him with you. Mm-hmm. Her ass was like, why, what's wrong? I was just like this, put my hands up. She's like, get your fucking hands out of my face. I said, here we go. Here we go. All I did was put my hands up because she's a white woman. Right. If people got phone Let's say, if anything happened, I don't want it to look like I hit this chick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But she didn't think that. She just, get your fucking hands on my face. and So I said, all right, I'm going to have to beat the fuck up now. Mm-hmm. Something. <laughs> Something. So I slapped him. And then she was pissed. And he got, oh, it's my friend. It's my friend. He's telling the other guards that I'm his friend. And I said, dog, I told you to leave. You don't want to fucking leave. Talking tough. I said, yo, in, in the video, I asked my man that he had the problem with. What's my name? And I said it, and I smacked the shit out of the boy again. I backhanded him this time, though. It was clean as fuck. It was clean. <laughs> and how can we find this video? I'm going to send it to you. All right. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you. All right, so we, we'll post it on what? Our Twitter you. and you can. Uh, you can. our and Twitter and, and our uh, Instagram. I ain't got no reception down here. I was, trying to, I was trying to get it on uh, what's the name for it mm-hmm. um, but nah like dude like man I, I've been in so much shit man that it's it's not even funny with security it's it's a lot of this, a lot of the incidents I've been involved with um, they the people did it to themselves you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um, which one is this for you should be able to find out Right. Yeah. So uh tell us about your Damn You Wild podcast. All right, so Damn You Wild podcast is just it's it's just a podcast talking about my little escapades with women in life, you know what I'm saying? Um that I started doing that when like after the club situation, it was a lot of stress, mental stress, and we always talk about like mental health, it's right. important. You know what I'm saying? Like it is. I feel like, like, like I learned after a while just to be able to talk to somebody. So like I have some like how y'all are. You know what I'm saying? Because you know what I, he's not the dude you brought to the uh, company picnic with the motorbikes, the scooters. No, that was my cousin. Okay, mm-hmm. that's who I was thinking you was. Mm-hmm. But like. He always used to mention Roy. Roy. I was like, who the fuck is this Roy? Like, he, like he mentioned you so much. You like the nigga in the military or some shit. You know what I'm saying? A, a, a lot of times y'all would ask me like to download something or do yeah. something like electronically. I'm like, I don't know shit. My boy Roy do all that shit for me. That's what I used to always say. So that's yeah. how y'all always knew who he was. <laughs> yeah, like he put me on the um the XBMC Cody joint. Yeah, because of you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit, like, I learned all that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because he's like, yo, my boy. Had this, and I'm like looking on. I remember we went to um, the fucking transportation zone, the vehicle thing. I think we was doing a drop off or something, mm-hmm. but we was on a bus, and you were showing me that shit. 
And then like the next drill, I had that motherfucker down pat. Like, yeah, you know. <laughs> Boy, that's a long time ago. I don't think I opened up Cody and win. I said I was just on that yesterday. There's so much better shit that you Yeah, yeah. Cool. I know. I know. Yeah, feel, feel I forget know. what you acted this so. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, they got all this type of I haven't really been in like fucking with stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't gonna lie, man. I used to be all into that shit, all that technology, man. I just I know because anytime we had a phone that didn't work. We yo whip, where whip at? Whip can fix this shit, and he would fucking break that shit down, hack that shit, open it up. He he knew that shit. He used to tap yeah. into Wi Fi's that was locked. Like damn, how you do all this shit? I used to, all that, all that I used to have a, I had a phone where that shit was just it was unlocked to do anything. I just didn't have it turned on, but I ain't need it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't like phone calls as it is. Mm-hmm. So that shit had free data. I tapped in. I, I went on YouTube and saw some shit, and I said, I wonder if it's still working. It did. So I just had free data into that phone got broke. You know what I mean, just I ain't had to pay for shit mm-hmm. all the time. It's just the phone calls, but I could text all day. I had a phone number and everything. It just I couldn't call out. I couldn't tap into that uh, cellular network for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, the episode uh, uh, is going down tonight. You know what was funny when you were talking about the uh, <laughs> the Chinese store and the condoms. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I like that made me think about the. Um, you remember the story a couple of weeks ago about how, uh, well, Vietnam, they they found used condoms that they were yeah, selling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, what I was thinking yeah. about. Like, do you see all these kids in front of a <laughs> <laughs> It just makes you think, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you in the hood, these motherfuckers sell rubbish for the low. Mm-hmm. Ain't shit but kids around. You know what I mean? You like, damn, these motherfuckers don't work. Niggas just don't believe in these any rubbers. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just saying, like. But like, yeah, Dammy Wild Podcast is just pretty. It's just it's just me telling stories that I've been through. Mm-hmm. Just you know what I mean? From like all types, all types. You wouldn't believe it by looking at me. You, you would never pizza. know. Yeah, like yo, know, <laughs> it, it's it's crazy. Like how. Competition, like when you compete with your your your, your friends or your brothers or whoever, it's it's funny how the, how far that shit can go because that's all that was. Mm-hmm. It's, that's all it was. It's yeah. like I'm like, I know I could fuck this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He just didn't take advantage of the bitch owning the Dominoes. I would. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like your bitch ugly. She owned Dominoes though. Yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a trade off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. They'd be like, oh, she ugly. Mother. Like, yeah, you right. And leave. That's what happened, I think. Somebody called her ugly or said she wasn't, like, she just wasn't my cup of tea. She was a white chick, you know what I'm saying? Older. She ain't had no lips. She was thicker than a motherfucker, though. She <laughs> had no lips. Yeah, oh, the lip story. You you got the hair. When you talk about the uh, yeah, just, I don't know, man. It's just something about a chick. I don't know. I don't date white women, but the last time I, I fucked with a white chick, man, she had no lips to turn me off. <laughs> <laughs> it did You know what I'm saying Like I don't know Like as a kid I, As a kid We all did weird shit But my weird shit Would be like I, w- I would Take bologna And fold it And bite it So it had like A hole in the middle mm-hmm. Right But In my mind When I kissed the chick With no The white girl With no with No lips It was like I kissed That <laughs> bologna And I always think Of that shit Before I bite the bologna That's what You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Yeah it's but I fuck with all different types of women, man. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't, I ain't you know, I, I, I can't take pleasure out of my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's a lot of dudes that's doing this shit now that I did when I was younger. And I'm just like, damn, man, where's y'all at? You feel me? Where's y'all at with it? Because pussy always thing been, been a thing to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's not like I don't put on a pedestal, but it's shit. Just think, like, every time you it's something different. Um, and I always like to try to make stories out of my shit. You know what I'm saying? Just fun experiences. That's all. Right. So how many episodes? Oh, I don't know how many I got. Yeah, I don't know how many. I think I got, like, 30 plus. Well, the thing is, why did you stop? Just life. Just life. Mm-hmm. Just life. I be always into different shit, but I think I'm going to start getting back into it. Because Even if you do, like, one a month, at least to right. keep it going, you know yeah. what I mean? Because you still have fans <laughs> that want to listen. Yeah, I ain't going to lie, man. Like, so, so, so with that, I want to revamp it. I, I think I want to add a co-host to it mm-hmm. to make it run smoother. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because when I was doing it, I was like, all right, look, I'm starting this out sober. I roll up and I'm drinking. If you listen to it, if you, I, I'll tell you this, if you're drinking or you're smoking, you listen to it, you'll see where I'm coming from. Because if you're not and you're like, yo, what the fuck is you talking about? Like after a while, because it goes into different joints, because you'll hear me say like, damn, that's crazy. I got I to gotta go back to this one. That's another episode because mm-hmm. that whole, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. it just be yeah. crazy shit, man. We kind of do the same thing. Like, we'll say, say things, and I'm like, well, damn, that's like a whole nother mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, we do the same thing. Yeah, and I think it will flow smoother, but, like, I do have a lot of stories. I, I have a lot only because I, I feel like it has, part, has, has to do with me the way I grew up. I'm a middle child, so it was like the oldest. My my older brother got some serious shit. My my younger brother, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, it was never really no time for me. Then I got a little sister, she the baby, so I'm like, man, I gotta do something to make my life a little bit more interesting, cause this shit, man, I ain't gonna get no attention from motherfuckers. Like, I was doing all types of shit, yo. Like, I, I was telling my mom the other day, I said, yo, you know, my son's mom, we, was, we dated in high school. I had her in my room for a whole week, and my mom didn't know. <laughs> my brother, my older brother, would always get caught sneaking chicks in the crib, but I never did. You know what I'm saying? She's like, I, I said, man, it's just shit. Y'all ain't pay attention to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, why y'all not paying attention to me? I'm paying attention to y'all. And I had her up there. I was getting busting them cheeks every night. You know what I mean? Come home. She ain't go to school. I come, And then the day that I, I get her out, my mom comes home. And I I come home from school, and uh, I'm like, yo, you know, my chick, she like, I gotta go home, whatever, you know. I, my mom, I, she we we apologize, whatever, talk. So all right, I'm with my mom in the kitchen. I'm like, yo, come down the steps, second floor. I'm gonna get a signal. You run, don't don't, you know what I'm saying? But when you run, stop at the door, ring the doorbell, so I come to the door. She like, why? I said, just do it. Because my mom was like, yo, where that girl at? I said, man, she she at her dad's house. I don't know. I was lying my ass off. <laughs> she said, my mom was in the kitchen. I said, go ahead. She ran fast shit down them steps. Rung the doorbell. I, I said, oh, shit. My mom came to the door, too. She's like, girl, where the hell you been at? <laughs> Upstairs. <laughs> man, I, I said, man, go home. Go ahead. My mom was like, man, I thank God that girl, she, she came back. I said, yeah, she's coming back. I knew it. I just couldn't say nothing. He's been all types of shit, man, for real. All right, so uh, what's Max? 
What's Mac Snacks? My cannabis-infused foods. I, mm-hmm. I infuse everything. Mm-hmm. Everything I can, I'm a big nigga. If I can infuse this cheesesteak, I would. Because mm-hmm. I like food. I like eating. I love cannabis now. It's right. a, yo, listen. Y'all, you smoke weed? No. You don't smoke weed. But do you eat edibles? No. You eat edibles? No? Not really. No. My bad. <laughs> hey, you but, can still tell the story. Go no, ahead. I'm just saying. My like, wife my wife loves the edibles, though. Right. I'm just saying, like, uh, cannabis is a great thing. It, can, it stops me from doing shit that I normally wouldn't do, I guess. Or, like, I, I just made a post earlier where I said weed helps me not become the Hulk. Mm-hmm. It calms me down, you know what I'm saying? It, it, like, I get bad anxiety from police as it is from shit that happened with them motherfuckers. But, like, outside of that, I don't I don't like confrontation. So if I get into one, my dealing with that is, like, all right, just deal with the shit and then go smoke. Because mm-hmm. if I don't, and you call it a crutch, a vice, whatever, addiction, I don't give a fuck because it's a good addiction to me. You know what I'm saying? It's one of them things, I, I swear. Plus, it's, it's beneficial to people, everybody. Now, I watched a video uh, recently when you uh, one of your boys was saying, like, your snacks was real weak. Oh, because uh, my wife said the same thing. She was like, he make the best cookies, but they they weak. But then on that video, the guy was saying that, and then you zoomed in, like, a few minutes later, he was laid out on the floor. And so it depends on how, how you make them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm learning this, but... Everybody's tolerance is different, though. Being, True. I'm going to be True. so real with you. The other day, um, I ate four Rice Krispie Treats, right? Um, the, the THC level on that was probably equivalent to smoking a blunt to yourself. Now, I ate four of them jaws, but I gave one to my younger brother. Now, he's taller, but he's mad skinny. That had him fucked up, just one of them. You know what I'm saying? Then, uh, like, I know I know how to dose it. So, if I say this oil or this butter or the sugar has X amount of THC in it, like, I know that for a fact. And, you you know, mm-hmm. and a person consumes it and they be like, I ain't feel nothing. That's not the edible that didn't work. It's your body that was working to filter all that shit out. Because, mm-hmm. you know, um, it just depends on, on the person. I'll say that. I don't know how it works, how the THC works. Um as far as like the person, but I do believe that the different types mm-hmm. matter. So if I do um, if I do cookies that's indica uh, or made with an indica strain, so I just did uh, purple punch recently. That's that was a straight indica. That's the one they say at night you're supposed to eat that, smoke it or whatever, because it helps you sleep and all that, relax. The sativa is the one during the day, like in the morning they say, drink it with your coffee, smoke it with your coffee or whatever, because it helps you focus and uh-huh. gives you that, it's not an energy boost, but it's just like, it's something in sativa that makes you stay alert and focus. Uh-huh. Um, but then you have the hybrids where it's the best of both worlds. But the hybrid could be indica dominant or sativa dominant, uh-huh. or like 60, 40, 40 you know, something like real uh-huh. close. That depends to it, it all. It, like your body can respond better to, to sativa than it does indica, and it can treat the sativa like an indica, because mm-hmm. you could be like, "Oh shit, I'm high," and then be like, "I'm tired." But mm-hmm. sativa does that; it'll give you a head high, 
and make you sleepy when once you come off the high versus mm-hmm. indica where like it's a body thing where you like damn i'm chilling you know what i'm saying like you ever get real comfortable with a blanket and you like, man, if I fucking move, it's gonna fuck the whole position, the whole right. culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? You getting that one, p- yeah. That's how that worked. So yeah. when did you start doing it? Pre-COVID, like right, right as COVID hit. Okay, because, so this is new. Yeah, it's new only because I was tired of buying shit from people off the street that was that was probably sativa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't like the weed that I. Okay. I like indicas or that body high. Like where I smoke it, I'm like, damn, all right, that mm-hmm. I'm grooving. Versus that thinking high, you know what I'm saying? Where everything's running through my fucking mind. That's where the weed though, people gotta understand how that works because like somebody that deals with depression, if you smoke a sativa, oh my God, I think that's the worst thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Because the way it is. I deal with that shit. And when I smoke a sativa, I know. I know for a fact. Because right. I start getting in my feelings about shit, and I start overthinking and having scenarios happen in my mind that ain't even, you know what I'm saying? And I just be mad as shit, and I be like, man. Uh, so you uh, make cookies? Everything. Um, what's the shrimps? Did you? I did Old Bay shrimp. Uh, I did uh, gumbo. I did rasta pasta. I did... And that roster pasta do look good, too. That shit was good, man. <laughs> but listen, listen. Like I told your lady, I'm going to bring y'all something. I'm a, Before I do it, the next time I, uh, I make something, I'm going to ask you, ask y'all, like, food allergies, all that shit. Because I'm telling you, man, it's November. So I got I to gotta represent. <laughs> y'all like sweet potato pie, right? Mm-hmm. All right, bet. <laughs> bet. Eggnog? Mm-hmm. Love bet. eggnog. Yeah, I just I made coquito. I saw that. First time, man, listen, I asked all my little Latino homies. I had a Mexican chick, Puerto Rican chick, Mexican dude, and a Colombian, and a Puerto Rican to try my coquito. They fuck with it. Mm-hmm. They fuck with it. I said, good. Now I can sell it. I got the approval of all these Spanish motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Because they know if it's good. They know if it's made right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, Go ahead. I mean... So, like, like I, I was explaining how I make the edibles, right? Like, for instance, the gumbo. I was like, I need to look for a certain thing. And what I looked for was a fat black chick from the South with the meat by her elbow. And when she stirred right. the pot, it jiggled. Uh-huh. And she had to have a, a southern accent. Mm-hmm. I found it on YouTube. That's why the gumbo was good. When I made my oxtail, I looked for an old, hard, Jamaican-looking dude that looked sleepy, that would mix the oxtail and all that <laughs> shit up with his bare hands. Mm-hmm. I found him on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Then I called my man's... I called my man Irv. Um, shout out to Irv, detailing boy. His mom is uh, Jamaican. And... Um, I was like, yo, three-way her. I need some tips on oxtail. She broke it down for me. I watched the video of the old head. And he mixed. When I saw him mix the shit up in the sink with his bare hands, I said, oh, this joint going to slap. And then <laughs> the bonus was his his daughter was a big joint. 
I knew it from the sound of her voice, but then when I saw her hand reaching the video to grab something, I saw that meat. I said, oh, yeah, he feed that big jump. He Listen, and it was good. It was good how he made it. And I was like, mm-hmm. fuck it, you know. All right, so somebody wanted to get with you right. and with one of these uh, dishes. He's got him me up on the gram. On the gram. Max Snacks one okay. on Instagram. I am Vinny Mac on Instagram. Um, outside of that uh, I ain't, invisible uh, invisible yeah, well so. I do so so the security part I'm revamping so I ain't really I mean you can do invincible ones on, secu- on uh, Instagram I think it's invincible underscore ones mm-hmm. but I ain't really promoting that right now I mean only cause I'm getting shit in order right cause no, no Twitter <clears throat> um I'm Vinny Mac on Twitter mm-hmm. I don't really use it like that I should. I feel like Twitter, I guess, depending on how you use it, if you use it how it's supposed to be used, you'll get the most out of it. I just, I see people tweet a lot, and, like, I I analyze shit sometimes, so I'll be like, okay, they sent this tweet maybe three minutes ago, but they said they were driving. Motherfuckers are sending tweets, and I'm just like, yeah, I can't tweet all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of weird. Can't do, like, your president? (laughs) <laughs> and you stay on Twitter Yo listen Listen I, I ain't political I'm not political so Uh oh don't do it Don't do that uh, Please vote I, Nah yeah, I ain't about to do shit. all that shit all right. I, ain't, I ain't about to do all that shit Cause I give a fuck less Keeping it real with you The way I look at it is And I, maybe I shouldn't look at it like it But Like I ain't in the military no more So they can't send my black ass nowhere You know what I'm saying I've been in there Done that The whole nine So whatever Plus I'm too big right now Unless they allow standards to be, you know, what they are, then whatever. But <clears throat> I don't, I tell people I don't support Trump. I don't. It's just, I know where he's staying with shit. You know what I'm saying? Even if I don't agree with it, I could agree with it. It don't matter. But I know where he's staying. Even if the motherfucker lies to the people, y'all know where he's staying. You know what I'm saying? So... When it come to him versus this motherfucker who ain't been showing his true colors, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't saying vote for the nigga or either one. Vote for who you want to vote for, but at least I know where he's standing. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, if he racist, then he fucking racist. That's, I know it. But then I look at it too, like, I guess it's just his position that people be giving a fuck about that type of shit for. Because keeping it real, we all kind of got that shit in us. I know where I live at, motherfuckers, a lot of people don't like Mexicans, a lot of black people. And they say, talk hella shit about them, this, that, and third. When they be like, I, I'll say like, well, I mean, that's probably only one person or whatever. This is, Well, they be feeling like this, that, and the third. Like, well, how you know that? You know what I'm saying? Because it's not like you ask the motherfucker how you feel about black people. You just assume and it's saying this, that, and the third. So personally, I give a fuck less about all that shit. I don't give a fuck about none of them motherfuckers. They ain't help me get rich. But if they want to send another stimulus out, they can. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I bought weed with that shit. Uh, <laughs> well, you, you stimulated the I economy. Bought, I definitely did. <laughs> shit, I bought weed with that. You know what I mean? Shout out to Trump for that. Man, had me hired a motherfucker. Because I'm saying it came at a good time. I was like, shit, this, you know, I mean, I could have used it for other things. But shit, we only got one life to live. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I could die the fuck tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? I can't take that money with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck it. So, I'm just saying, like, this, this is my, I, like, I have a lot of different perceptions, or not perceptions, outlooks on life, but I'm just like, look, if I can't change some shit too, fuck it. Like, why do I, why should I get mad at some shit that ain't gonna change? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Either I'm gonna accept it, 
and keep it moving or I'm going to change it myself and you know what I'm saying right. so you know fuck, fuck it but I'm tired of these motherfuckers calling me though you ain't lying. I just got like three or four of them today. They call. They knocking on the door. It's just the uh, postcards. They send in the mail. The all that shit. In the mail. Yeah, I'm tired. Yo. All that. I'm like, damn. I, I fucked the one chick head up. She called me. I said, listen, man. I need to know who's for the for the environment. Well, Joe Biden. I said, I don't know. What makes you say that, sir? I said, well, can you tell me why you think he's for the environment? She just kept going on trying to feed me facts. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't think none of them is for the environment. Why? I said, because why the hell y'all keep sending me postcards in the mail killing all the trees? Right. Y'all don't care about that. <laughs> yeah, that fucked their head up. You know, she didn't know what to say. She's like, well, sir, I said, nah, like a tree, we need that to breathe. Right. You're telling me that this dude's uh, vote is more important than my breath? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just, I fuck everybody. Bill collectors, dog. They were like, oh, well, you owe this. I'm like, damn, man. Um. It, and that and they call from one of them fucking random numbers that look like a number that yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I be like, well, you know, one dude asked me for uh, the fine I owe for the cop door when I got locked up in 2014. Same shit, always fighting cops. It's never nothing. Now, I ain't no criminal. I just don't like people touching me and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he like, yo, uh, well, can you borrow from somebody that you know? I was like, shit, man. I said, what's your name? He told me, let's say his name was Jerry. He said, uh, Jerry, how are you today? He was like, I'm fine, man. I said, you doing good? Yeah, I'm doing good. I said, what, anything new with you? He's like, no, sir, I'm trying to. I said, I know Jerry, but, you know, I'm trying to get to know you real quick. Just because you're asking me for money and this, that, and third. Long story short, I said, yo, Jerry, well, since we got to know each other real quick, can I borrow this money? <laughs> he was like, no. I said, well, you got a job and you well off and shit. You asked me for this. You told me to ask somebody I know. Mm-hmm. I said, I thought we knew each other. You know, I'm a Libra. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I'm a black man. You feel me? <laughs> Motherfucker. He was like, uh, uh. I said, well, look, I don't know what I'm going to have it. Since you're not letting me hold it, Jerry, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know, Jerry. <laughs> and I hung up. They don't know what to say, man. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm weird like that. I engage with motherfuckers, man, but. <laughs> like you gotta keep it well that's kind of like growing up when uh jehovah's witness would come up the block and then your mom stayed on don't answer the door answer the door yeah. i used to answer the door i'm like my mom said she ain't home that was me you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and so now when they come up i engage in conversation and my wife get mad like why are you out there talking to them right. i'm like because i know the bible and i can spit facts yeah, to them and right. they can give me some feedback and they can see why i don't care about what they're what they're right, spitting right. you know what i mean yeah, right i enjoy the, the back and forth and then they leave you know yeah. what i mean they get yeah. the picture and they roll yeah I, I i come across the motherfuckers now them i don't really go back and forth but only because i don't know the bible like that mm-hmm. only because you know what i'm saying but the motherfuckers get the knocking I do the same shit. Don't answer that door. You don't punish me. <laughs> <laughs> don't answer the door. I didn't know they was coming. Don't answer that motherfucking door. I'm like that now anyway. Like, if you don't tell me you come to my house, you can knock all day. I ain't answering that door. Even as, nah, I ain't courtesy. Fuck all that. The courtesy should have been you telling me you was going to come through my spot. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? So, that'd be that, man. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, Max Snacks, though, real quick, is just... Like, like I said, it's just edibles, man, that I just make. If people want to reach out, if they want edibles, like I was telling you, yo, this is. Let me say, let me say this, right? People get offended, not you, not you, <laughs> but people get offended when I be like, yo, 
y'all prepay for y'all food with Uber Eats and Grubhub and all that. Why can't you prepay for your shit because it's me? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how many people hit... I was telling you earlier, motherfucker, yo, I need all this shit. Yo, I made it. Luckily, I was able to sell some of it, but I made it. Motherfucker said, oh, never mind, we canceled. But wasn't going to tell me they canceled. I just was in the kitchen, oven on, oh, shh. It's like, damn, dog. I even, and I didn't get a, a, a deposit, like a 50% type of deal. I just was like, you know what I'm Yeah, saying? well, you know, next, well, you already know this now. You know, we're yeah. dealing with food and shit. Get some money up front. That's what I'm saying, man. And that's why I did it today. Um, Cash App, Venmo, Zelle, all that shit. Square, uh, PayPal, motherfucking... What else is there out there? Vero. I got all that shit. Right. So, motherfucker <laughs> trying to spam me. You're like, yeah. remember how we used to do in the military? The Mohair, I'm going to use him for example. Oh, I ain't got it. Oh, I got on my car. I ain't got my car. Okay, cool, nigga. You can still swipe, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't got no cash. Okay, cool. Yeah, here go my phone. Put the numbers in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Send me that. Yeah, I ain't got no tax or tip. For people, and, and I think Mohair was one of the people who made me do that shit. Because I was like seeing shit like that happen. And I'm just like, yo, nah, he ain't, uh-uh. uh-uh. I think, I think back to him, I think he just take advantage of people. Because he did, he did have a, a house, he did have a, uh, he got married, he had a wife with a baby. Then he had another baby, but whenever you saw him, he was always, say, he flat broke. His family started their own brewery, was yeah. making money. So how's you always broke all, well, like, from when he was a private, all the way up to uh, E5. He, right. he was still kicking that broke stuff. It's like, come on, dude. Well, see, I only met him when he was E4. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't know him as a Ain't nothing changed. Oh, I, just, I just knew that he was one of them dudes that would be like, okay, yo, what, you see, I got the, what, what you had, 24s or some shit on that Escalade you had, the big-ass mm-hmm. truck? Big-ass wheels, right? So mm-hmm. it let 24s, right? I think it was 24 or 22s. I can't remember. Some big ass wheels, though. He could be like, yo, I got this nice ass Cadillac 24s on. This motherfucker say, I got the Cadillac this edition with 29s. You know what I'm saying? So, it was always like that. I would just number. listen. Yeah, I would always listen to this shit. It'd be funny. Like, they, motherfuckers come into the unit. Right, the section just be like, blah, blah. And he in the comment, oh, yeah, my boy. Or I'm like, damn, dog. Like, <laughs> just imagine you ain't never had shit in your life and you just happy it man right. yo Phil I got this Arcadia award of this motherfucker man but yo you ever had Fiji though like that yeah, dog <laughs> <laughs> all I can afford was Arcadia you talking about Fiji yeah he did that a lot you know what I'm he did like, that a lot that shit always reminded me like like I don't know he even like me and him had our words our issues and stuff I called him him and the, uh, this one dude Siance, remember him? Mm-hmm. I still talk to Siance. I don't remember what happened exactly, but I just, that was AP Hill. And Moharan said something, and I just called him and uh, Siance just bitches. I said, y'all some bitches, though. No, don't talk to me about shit. Like, I was just, I don't know what the fuck happened, but something set me off with that motherfucker, man. Mm-hmm. But after that, Siance was like my best friend. Moharan was, you know, coming around at that point. Like we was always back and forth. But I think it was when he got that promotion or was about to get it, it was when mm-hmm. shit started to go like left. 
Um, I want to say shout out to my boy Mahern. That was my homeboy. Yeah, shout out to him though. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, he told me some shit, man. I don't want to put it out here on a, you know, but he told me some shit, and I can see why. Mm-hmm. All that shit makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like he, I mean, I don't know if he gives a fuck about it, but it was it was just one of them. To me, when I talked to him, it was like I told these motherfuckers this is what the problem was. So it's like whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's that white privilege shit, too. Because I feel like if it was, like, one of us that said, look, this is the deal, we'd have been gone. Though I got into my last little issue was when I got in trouble on South Street in uh, my military career, right? And um, they wasn't even talking about keeping me in. They wasn't talking about giving me a chance. None of that shit. And I was a per well, not perfect, but I was a great soldier. Mm-hmm. I was like, I knew my shit. If you asked me to put the dress up, if you asked me any of that shit, I could do it. Your PMCS to set up the computers, all that shit, like no bull. No well, bull. see, like he got a lot of chances. I don't know why, because even when he got his DUI, he didn't get in trouble for it through the military. He had the damn breather thing to start on his vehicle yeah, just yeah, to start yeah. it up. He had that going on. Then he got in trouble for something else, but it never, you know, like a lot of a lot of young black guys in the military, if they get in trouble. That flag follows them. Yeah. When it comes promotion time, they're like, yeah. oh, no, he had a DUI or he had this situation. It could have been years ago. They could have had a clean record since. But that flag, they, yeah. they use that to follow you, to keep you back. That's where, what it was. Where other soldiers, oh, he was young, they give him a pass, and then they move on in their military career and still get promoted. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of us, it don't happen like that. So you see somebody that's been in it for a long time, and they can't make their E5 or they, even a specialist. They, they can't get those ranks, you know what I mean? Right. And then they still, like you said, they still don't offer you an extension or try to keep you in, even when manpower is low and you need more guys in, they still don't offer it to you, you know what I mean? Yeah, like like when I when I was in, though, um, like I said, that situation, the only person that talked to me about re-enlisting was Sergeant uh, King. But that was his job, too. When he left, I mean? it was... Whoever the SEO that filled his position, they didn't do that shit at all. Which kind of fucked me up because I'm like, yo, I did six years. Well, I signed up for a six and two. Mm-hmm. In my military career, I never did anything wrong. It was just on my civilian side. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, even then, I was like so fucking scared that on the military side, I was going to get in trouble that... Like, I divulge certain shit to them just so, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, at least let them know what the deal is. That way, it ain't no surprises. And when it was all said and done, it was just like, yo, make up these two days and that's it. It wasn't, I wasn't expecting some big ceremony and Mm -hmm. whatever, because motherfuckers come and go all the time. But I was just like, yo, for everything that I put into this shit, the return ain't worth it. It was never worth it. Never. I volunteered for so many advons that that's, that's just going ahead setting up. And they just took advantage. You should have yeah. got something for doing that. Like I when, did a bunch when of they shit. Did, when they couldn't find somebody to come in, they knew you was available and you'd be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I did a bunch of that shit, man. And that's why I looked at it like, damn. After a while, if if like I don't I don't know if you paid attention to to us like like seeing how we change or adapt to. But after a while, when I saw how the shit was going, I'm like, yo, they promoting soldiers who, like, I know I ain't passing PT, but at least I make up for the PT shit mm-hmm. as a soldier. You know what I'm saying? They giving motherfuckers promotions that don't deserve the shit. Don't deserve all. it. 
can't pass the PT test, didn't even take the PT test. Right. I seen a whole bunch of that. And I was that, like, and that, that was crazy. one of my, my, and I was like, you know what? If that's how it's going to be, because I don't kiss ass. I ain't sucking no man dick, none of that shit. If, if I can't get the promotion based off my performance that y'all saying that you're using the same performance skill that did, nah, it's not right. I remember a PT test. This is like later on in my career when I was struggling with the run. I finally got in shape to pass the run, and I was like struggling. You know how when you get that, when you come around mm-hmm. that corner, you see everybody at the finish line, and they're like, "Come on, come on, you can do it." They doing that, and they yelling out the times. I'm like, "Fuck!" I'm trying to kick it in another gear. Yeah. It was the E6 that was with me. We was side by side coming in together. We both like sweating, doing our all, trying to make it, and we didn't make it. We right. same age bracket, but he was the E6, I was the E5. Same age bracket. When we came across the line, I got flagged. I, I failed the test. So in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, but I know Sergeant such and such fell too because yeah. he came with me and we're in the same bracket. He got promoted after yeah. that. And that's after that mean. PT test, he got promoted. And I, and to this day, I still think about that because I know for a fact he failed that PT test. Yeah. There's no way he should have got promoted. But he got promoted and I fell. And every time I looked at him, I know he looked at me after that run like, damn, he know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, but yo, that's same how it is. Shit. Same shit with me. I know there was other people, E4s and Belows, that... You know what I'm saying? Fail. Like, I was on the test with them, and, and I know they failed the shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, damn. If you saying that a PT test is all it takes for me to get my E4, how the fuck did these other people get their shit? I got my E3 late in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, y'all just now giving me the shit? Well, well, see, that just that's just a reason for them not to promote you. So when you, when you jump that hurdle and you say, all right, I finally got my shit together, mm-hmm. then they'll say you don't have a slide. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or it's you, just where you look at the list, see where you at on the list. Yeah. So it was all these different steps we got to take to be promoted. Where another dude, as soon as he passed the PT test, next drill he's getting pinned. Yeah. It's like damn, how when I've been sitting here, right. I've been doing everything they told me to do to get promoted. You know what I mean? Like me, I was in the military a long time before I be, I got my five, right. and I got promoted in Iraq. You know what I mean? Right. And if I wouldn't have went to Iraq, I probably would have still been there, especially, yeah. you know what I mean? I wasn't fucking with that. I said, I'm not about to designate a few more of my years. To, nah, fuck that. I already don't like this shit as it is coming. And home drills was the worst because, like, I live five minutes away from my unit. You know what I'm saying? Something like shit, man. I could be doing this shit at the crib. Then it's, we ain't doing shit all day. We go clean some vehicles, PMCS some shit, go to the lockers, bullshit around. It's like only but so much shit you can do. You know what I'm saying? What about when you see uh, other sections going home half a day's yeah, home that, drills and we sitting around with nothing to do but we can't roll? I was that, like, oh, my that, God, like, this It used crazy. to make me mad a lot with a lot of shit, but I realized, like they said, shit roll downhill and just go with the flow. I, I would do that after a while. The only time I left a drill early was with because of that shit with Johnson and Keck. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't remember that fucking uh, corporal, Sergeant Corporal. Because I said, listen, I'm going to fucking one of these boys up. Uh, I think it was Keck, because I didn't like him. When he mm-hmm. threw the pen at uh, Johnson's face during the PowerPoint, mm-hmm. I said, it's not. Wait a minute, what happened? Like, like dude, one of, the, one of the privates was sleeping, apparently. And the sergeant threw a pen at him. Almost hit him in his face. Right. So I was like, you know, just me being me. I said, if that was me, I'd have fucked boy up. Mm-hmm. And he said something to me directly, like you, like you pretty much just trying to check me because he was a sergeant. And I said, if you'd have threw the pen at me, I'd have fucked you up. 
So, a sergeant throws right. a pen at a, a private, a private, which could have could have hit his eye. Right. Or something. I said, I said all that shit. But see, this is this is my common sense. I'm so, saying to my so nothing happened to the sergeant. No, because nah, I mean, like like it wasn't as a big of a deal that it got turned into initially. Like the point of it was like. Because Johnson came to me, he's like, like, like I seen it, but then he was just mad. You know what I'm saying? Just like, yo, you know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to talk to him, but then as I'm talking to him, I'm getting mad because this dude is just like, I don't give a fuck, I'm a sergeant. You know what I'm saying? That was like his whole approach to it. Not, oh, my bad. It was, I'm a sergeant, I do what the fuck I want. So that's where it came. Because when it, when it come down to it, the only two sergeants I want to say I didn't have a, a serious issue with was him and Sergeant Luke. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I didn't cross that line because they didn't cross the line. You know what I'm saying? Like from day one, I already knew where he stood at with, like his personality. I'm good with picking shit up like that. Like, all right, this how he is, cool. In order not to make shit bad, even if if I didn't fuck with him, in order not to make this relationship bad because I got to drive with him, is just go with the flow of shit. You know what I'm saying? As long as it ain't no disrespectful shit, I'm cool. And it never was. Mm-hmm. Other sergeants though was just like And then you have you have like NCOs, once they become an NCO, they figure they ain't gotta do shit no more. Mm-hmm. So they just tell people what to do all the time and they sit back. Yeah. And I always jump right there and I did it with them. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm right there with them. And other NCOs be like, yo, you're an NCO, why you doing that? Have the privates do it. I'm like, man, I'm trying to get this done. You know what I mean? More hands on deck and get done quicker. You know what I mean? That's Why always pass the buck and then sit around waiting for somebody to do it when you could just do it? You know what I mean? That's the way I looked at it. That was the thing I liked about him and Sergeant Lewis. Like, they was always like that. The other ones was like, and, and, and Sergeant Speck to a degree. But everybody else was on some shit. Like, we got privates and specialists and shit. Like, fuck it. Let them do it. But it was like, come on. So he'd be like, yo, what? Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it was never like, come on, man. And if it was, it was on a playful shit. Not like, come on, man, I'm, you know, I ain't trying to do some shit. It was all, you know. It could be something as simple as like, hook the, if, if, if our higher up say, we need this trailer hooked up to that vehicle, get it done. I should be saying, hey, y- y'all two privates, go hook this trailer up to the vehicle. But then a privates, what if they don't do it? Or what if they don't know how to do it? You know what I mean? So I just say, hey, whip, let's go hook it up. Yeah. Or, hey, such and such, let's go hook it up. And I'll yeah. go with them. I'm not finding somebody that's not doing nothing to do it. I'm just yeah. going to, let's just get it done. It only take, what, a few minutes, you few know what minutes. I mean? Yeah. It take more time trying to find somebody to tell them to do it than you just do it yourself. And that's yeah. why I did it that and way. And he was fair. Like, I, I, I'll say this, not even on some bullshit. He, he was fair with everything. He was like, look, I'm going to show you how to do it. It was never like, because that, that'd be the point, too, where motherfucker be like, I'd never forget I was at the Gap. And some NCO was like, yo, go set that generator up. And I'm like, what? I'm looking at the nigga like the f- I didn't even know what the fuck he was talking about. I'm like, Jenner, I'm looking for a small box. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He talking about this big ass thing on wheels and shit. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what the fuck? So I'm like, man, look, well, I can't do this shit because I don't know what to do. And it was a white dude who just sergeant saw a private. You know what I mean? And I mean, it it it, it wasn't one of them things. But let's say it, it was where I'd be like, yo, sergeant, I don't know how to do this. He'd be like, all right, look, this is what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? And he showed me, or he'll tell me, you know what I'm saying? Because it ain't rocket science. A lot of that military shit was so simple. You just knew, like had to know how to read and comprehend shit. And then mm. you're like, look, you can tell somebody or you can show them. But other sergeants wasn't like that. But all that had to play, it, it all played a part in me not wanting to be in it no more. Mm. 
No bullshit. I take advantage of the benefits because I did my time. Right. But outside of that, I don't, I, you know, people ask me, um, yo, should I join? I'm like, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. I joined at a low point in my life. That was one reason. Because I said before that, I was like, man, I never joined the fucking military. I said it to everybody, my grandma, because she was always, yeah, you go to the service. I'm like, man, I ain't never doing that shit. But, like, going through it, and I ain't deployed. I, I volunteered for two, and I think we were supposed to go on one mm-hmm. as a unit, and I think it got canceled yeah, got or canceled some shit. That was the last one. Yeah, I did it. I volunteered for Kuwait, um, and um, I think Afghanistan. It was. It was Afghanistan. That's the one that got uh, crushed. They didn't. We were supposed to go as a unit, but then we got pushed back to the line. All right, what was it? Because I went, I went on two ATs one year. Mm-hmm. I went for us, then I went with the 55th mm-hmm. at the Gap. And um, that's where I met um, Sergeant Preet mm-hmm. and um, a few other people from different companies. But, yeah, like, I, shit, I ain't deployed. I signed up as infantry. I came out of basic training thinking I was about to be doing all the same shit. I left all that ruggedness to come sit in the top air conditioned room. And, and that's where that's where the military fucks up because you we're infantry infantry soldiers. We learning how to live in the woods, how to hunt, kill, yeah. all that good shit. And then if you get put in S three, now you're sitting behind a computer and they expect yeah. you to master these programs and stuff. It's like I'm supposed to be yeah. doing some shit. Tearing up some shit, clearing rooms, like the yeah. shit that you learn. As for your MOS, this is your job. This is what you're supposed to do. Kill somebody. But now you got me sitting in an office, staying up for 12 hours trying to work this computer. You know what I mean? So it was like, and and they didn't care. They always put infantry soldiers in S3, and it didn't make no sense to me. I can understand having, like, the leadership being infantry. But the the soldiers themselves, they need to have their own MOS. Mm -hmm. That way they go to school and they learn computers and all that shit. all that shit. So they throw us in there. We don't know that shit, and then they get mad because we don't know it. You know what I mean? I came out of basic. Not knowing what the fuck FBCB2 was, uh, all that shit. Uh, I said, what, what the fuck? <laughs> they, they looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, bro, I just was in Fort Benning for four whole months. And I used to try to tell a lot of the youngsters because they was confusing. They ain't know what to do. I'm like, look, man, it is what it is. They put it. They put us over here. You just got to learn what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, the shit that I hated, I got, I didn't get in trouble, but the NCO, um, He's like, oh, don't be a quitter. And I almost had words with him, but I caught myself because I'm like, bro, y'all throw us in the top all the time. We don't go out to the range and shoot all the time. Like, I don't even have a fucking assigned weapon. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> y'all, y'all say, all right, S3, I'll go, go qualify on this day. I go on a range and hot as shit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't used to this no more. I shoot 10 targets out of like 40. Hey, you mad at me? Motherfucker, fuck this shit. You know so, what I'm saying? So for people that don't understand... <laughs> In the military, everyone goes to boot camp. And after you graduate from boot camp, you go to your school, whatever your job is going to be. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you're when you're infantry, your boot camp is extended. So you, the whole time, you don't go to a school. Your school is to learn how to shoot, yep. learn how to survive, you know what I mean? Clear rooms, like all infantry, hands-on training with the gun shit. Mm-hmm. So that was our school. So then once you come to your unit, Forget all that stuff you learned in the school. They throw you in the classroom with computers. So you're like, whoa. Everybody else, when they go to school, if they go to school for supply, That's what when they get to the unit, they're working in supply, the shit they went to school for. Yeah, right. If they're a medic, 
after boot camp, they go into the medic section. Like, infantry is the only section, even mechanics. Mechanics, after boot camp, they go to school for mechanic, then they get to their unit, they're a mechanic. But infantry soldiers, they learn how to shoot and kill, then that is extended because that's their job. And then you go to your unit and throw you in the S3 section. Which makes no sense because now you're sitting behind a computer. You're like, damn, all this shooting and all this stuff I was just getting real good at, and now yeah. I'm here, and I'll that, never go to the range. That shit you know reminded I mean? me of, um, I, what what was it, uh, the, the Fisters or who was, it's, it's, who the fuck sits behind the, the computers all day? It's an MOS for that shit. It is MOS. And that's what I'm like, yo, what, like, are we, um... Dual MOSs or something like that, where because I remember when I first signed it is up, the fist. I went to initially when I enlisted, I went as eleven Charlie mortars, but they ain't had no more slots. No, it was nineteen. It was a cab scout nineteen Delta. They didn't have no more of those. So the person that was doing my paperwork was like, "All right, we'll put that in as your secondary MOS." But you need to go to basic for a one. So I chose infantry because it was the first, uh, it was the closest date I could get. Because mm-hmm. I was always like on that line of um, the BMI shit. Because mm-hmm. it ain't like, like, so when you get in, they do height and weight. If you fall out of the category of like normal, like y'all would be normal. But mm-hmm. me, I'm tall, but I'm big as shit. So they got to tape my neck and my waist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. That right there, they'd be like, oh, it's this big, this the percent, you got to be within a certain standard. Right. So, my first time, I, I went to enlist, um, I got in, I was, I just made tape, but uh, they didn't have a date for me to deploy, or to ship out to basic training when um, I wanted to. Well, no, 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 no. All right. The first, I enlisted. I got a date. My step my stepop passed away a week before I was supposed to leave. So when he died and just leaving up, like, uh, leading up to the funeral and all that, I didn't know, like, how shit go because that was the first person in my immediate family that passed. So I didn't know people brought food to the crib. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom, she a widow now and this, that, and the third. So I got people bringing trades, platters and shit. Just like, oh, and I'm like, the fuck? All this food. And they said, oh, because you know, when the, somebody passes like that, the husband, or the, the widow is too grief stricken to cook. And you know, right. I mean, I ain't know that because you know, so I'm fucking that food up. But it was rice and beans with some meat in it, yo. I'm telling you, I don't know who the fuck made it. But it was rice and beans with meat in it. And all I did was just eat this shit. No bull. So when I go to MEPS in April, it, this one happened. It was in April. They're like, yo, you might not make tape. And I was like, trying. I just let them know. White boy, I said, yo, my, my step pop passed away. I didn't know the guard was different from regular army. I didn't know that because they was like, if you don't make tape, you're probably not going to be able to deploy or, or ship out. So I was like, all right. That's what happened. So I didn't get the ship in April. So I had to fight hard and work my ass off to lose all the weight that I gained plus some to make weight to ship out in October of that year. I did a whole, just about a whole year in the military without doing any kind of fucking military work. I was getting paid because the guard, they was doing that, uh, it was some program 
where mm-hmm. they would like let you enlist mm-hmm. and you would do drills like you would if you was already in and they would pay you for that right. shit. And I was doing that. I didn't know like I mean, I didn't know that beforehand, but once I got in, it was like, Yeah, this is what it is, so you're gonna keep doing these drills till you ship out. You're gonna learn all the stuff so that way when you get the basic training you'll be uh high speed, this time and third. I got all the way down there, only thing I knew how to do was clean and take apart the weapon. All the other shit the about face and right face. I, I I forgot all that shit. And man. see, I I forget what they call it. it was called. Uh, I want to say pre IET. That was it called pre IET, mm-hmm. or it was something. That only certain states do it, but it's two weeks of learning all this military stuff. And the dude was like, the sergeant that was there was like, when I'm done with you, you are gonna learn how to take apart right. a, a M16 with mm-hmm. a blindfold on and put it back together. And in my head, I'm thinking that's bullshit. Right. But we did it every day, and to the point where we could actually do it with a blindfold yeah. on. So then we learned the movements. So when we got the boot camp, a lot of people didn't know. Like a lot of states don't do that. Right. So a lot of people, this is their first time seeing the M16. This is their first time learning the yeah. the movements and stuff. So I was already high speed, and that's how I got put in a, uh, a leadership position. Right. You know what I mean? Because even though I got smoked a lot in boot camp. The drill sergeant knew I was just being a wise ass, being right. a smart ass. Like they knew I knew my shit though when it right. came down to it. So I was, they they had me in the front with a couple other dudes that was squared away like that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I didn't when I was in basic, I didn't get smoked like that. Um It was like the opposite. The first time I got smoked, like I said, I learned how to to, to play the game, do mm-hmm. it my way. You know what I'm saying? Because... It's like mountain climbers. I was like, okay. So I got down. It was rocks in my hands. So I got on my knees, went like that. Took my hat off. They was like, what the fuck are you doing, private? I was like, it's rocks down here, Joe Sergeant. I, I need to be able to do what you said. <laughs> and they take my fucking hat, throw it. I'm like, damn, all right. I'm like, yo, somebody going to have to go get that because I don't know where it landed. I don't got my glasses on, so I can't see. Private, get the fuck down. So push, and I'm okay. So I'm going down <laughs> faster. I can only go as fast as my body let me, Joe Sarge. I'm a big dude. <laughs> mountain climbers. So I hop into mountain climbers and I just, like, Joe Sarge, these boots is heavy. They, they, oh man. After a while, they like, man, fuck it, get up. And the understanding with them when I was in, in Benning, and, and I ain't gonna lie, like, if I go back to basic, I always tell people this shit. I would do it just because of the people I met. Like, there's it's two dudes that, to this day, I'm still, they like my brothers, my mm-hmm. little brothers, you know what I'm saying? Because we stay in contact. <clears throat> but so much shit happened in basic that... What I can right. say about basic, I can say I've never laughed more in my life than mm-hmm. I laughed when I was at basic. Mm-hmm. For, like, weak guys that couldn't, couldn't do push-ups or right. couldn't do this or somebody. Like, we can be in formation. Everybody's supposed to have a pencil with them. Mm-hmm. Hold up your pencil, and then we like boom, and then you looking around to see which asshole don't have yeah. a pencil. Or they say everybody unblouse your boots and pull your pants up. I want to see your socks. Yeah. So if you got white socks on, you get in trouble. But mm-hmm. so you supposed to have green socks on. So now you looking to see who got the green socks because yeah. that person's gonna get the whole company smoked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we didn't square him away. Right. And then after he smoked us, we probably gonna whoop his ass once we get back to the barracks for getting the smoke. Mm-hmm. And I, a couple times I got the whole section smoked just on some bullshit too. And then it got to the point where. I was just getting smoked with me in my battle because when you're in boot camp, they link you up with somebody. This is your battle buddy. You can't go nowhere without this dude. Mm-hmm. So if I get in trouble, the drill sergeant say, get your battle buddy, meet me at the pit. So my <laughs> boy, he was a young boy too. He was like, I, I think I was 22 or 23. He like 18 or something, real young, white dude. And he he couldn't handle it. 
I don't give a fuck if you make me do push-ups and sit-ups. It's going to be over sooner or later. Mm. But he was hurt and shaking and weak and shit. You know what I mean? So he would get so frustrated because I, I was taking it like it was a joke. And I used to laugh so much. If I'm standing right here at attention, the drill sergeant is yelling somebody out. And the drill sergeant would get right up in their face. Mm -hmm. You piece of shit, motherfucker. But he like whispering. And I'm standing there next to you. I'm like... <coughs> Oh, 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 then he look at you. you. Oh, oh, some, some funny private. <laughs> yeah. Get your battle, buddy. Meet me at the pit. So I'm like, all right, man, come on. You know what I mean? And then we go to the pit and we get smoked. And then another, another time, like I got in trouble. Guys, like I said, I used to get in trouble a lot, but it was a trouble. But they knew I was square, so they just smoked me a little bit, and then they forget about it. Mm -hmm. So we all day long we training and shit, and tired, hungry as fuck. We go to cafeteria, but at cafeteria you got to stand at attention and look straight ahead. And then when they start moving, well, you uh, you, you stand at parade rest. And then you go to attention to move. You go to attention. Then you take a couple steps. Then once you stop, then you go back to parade. And you got to keep doing that with your head straight ahead. So, so we go in the cafeteria. I'm standing there like this. And then I go boom. So I'm smelling this food. I'm fucking starving. So I happen to go over here and look. I'm like, oh, shit. Steak, mashed potatoes. I'm looking. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at people's food and shit. And then I'm like going back like this. And I'm looking at food. And then I happen to look up, me and the drill sergeant catch eyes. So I'm like, hey, private, hey, private, you got something to look at? Look at me since you like to look around. And I'm like, he ain't talking to me. But in my mind, I know he's talking to me. So I'm standing there, everybody just standing there because ain't nobody know who he's talking to, but I knew it was me. So then he can't, and I'm like this, he come right up here. You know I'm talking to you. You know we just made eye contact. Get your sorry butt outside with your battle buddy right now. And that's how me and my battle got smoked on that one. Another time we training. You remember in boot camp where they make you go upstairs and they got to keep changing your outfit? Yeah. The, the, the dress yeah, clothes, yeah, the training clothes. Yeah. We doing that joint nonstop. So then he gave us like a little 10-minute break. You know what I mean? 15-minute break. I I'm that. so tired. I go inside my locker. I'm just sitting in my locker like this after I change. Next thing, I'm knocked the fuck out. And the door is shut because you never want the drill sergeant to come in there and see you sleep. Yeah. So my, clock, my locker door was shut and I was in there sleep. Everybody else in formation. <laughs> so uh, I didn't get in trouble for this one. I was in formation, and I was the god on bearer, so I was supposed to be in front of the formation with the flag. Everybody down there but me, so they like, where Private Motley at? You know what I mean? Uh, uh. So one of my boys told the drill sergeant that I got diarrhea, and I'm in the bathroom. I'm knocked the fuck out in the locker. So they come up there, they all sweating. Yo, man, yo, man, where was you at, man? We looking all over for you. Drill sergeant looking for you, but he's like, yo, we cover for you. We told drill sergeant you got diarrhea, you stuck in the bathroom, so you better go with it because we ain't trying to get smoked. I'm like, all right. So I came down there, you know what I mean? Private Molly, get your sorry butt up here. I run up in the front. I'm standing there at him. He was like, you all right? You all right? I'm like, yes, Drew, sorry. He was like, lean to my ear. He's like, yeah, I heard you got a little situation. Is you really all right? I was like, yes, Drew, sorry. Like, get your sorry butt back in formation. You know what I mean? I just ran over there, grabbed the guy on, and I, I like, got a pass on that one. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the stuff I used to get trouble for. Like, even with, with child, if you're in the back of the child line, and you was always hungry at boot camp. They, the day started so early, like 3 o'clock in the morning. You don't get off to like late. So you, you always hungry because they do so much shit. So we eating. But if you in the back of the line, by the time you sit down and eat, they telling y'all to get it's up. It's time to go. It's time to get. So I'm like, so I'm in the back and uh, I put my tray down. <laughs> All right, y'all, get up right now. I, I forget what we was called. It was like uh, G-Force Warriors or something. G-Force Warriors. If y'all ain't here. Get your sorry butt outside. I'm like, yo, I didn't fucking touch my food yet. Yeah. So I'm, I sat down. I grabbed my battle buddy, the little scary white guy. Sit down, man. We're going to eat our food. Fuck that. So we sat there. He's scared. We got to go. We got to go. I'm like, yo, just chill. You know what I mean? So we eat our food. 
He jump up and then just run off. I'm like, fuck that. I'm just eating this shit. I said, they're going to start marching. I'm just going to fucking run up and catch on the tail end and shit. You know what I mean? I ate all my fucking food. Everybody else was like starving. And I mean, I got in trouble for that because yeah. once they started marching, I ran and tried to jump in the back of the line to start marching and shit. And then uh, once we got there, we went, Private Molly, front center. You know what I mean? I come running up there. He was like, oh, oh, so you're going to do what you want to do. You're going to sit in the cafeteria and eat. Like, he already knew, even though I tried to play it off, he already knew I was going. And I think he did it on purpose to see what I was going to do. And he saw that I stayed. And that's why he was like, get your battle, buddy. Meet me at the pit. And the pit had the fire in, so we already know we was in trouble. We was going to get chewed the fuck up. And then after a while, my battle didn't want to roll with me no more. And I was like, fuck. I was like, fuck him. I don't need him. As long as you're not flapping by yourself, ain't nobody going to fuck with you. So I would see like a couple dudes, even if I didn't know who they was. If I see them, exactly. If I see them going in the direction I'm going, I just run over there and start marching with them and shit. You know what I mean? And then once I get to where I'm going, veer off like that. You know what I mean? But as long as you're not out there flapping by yourself and... A lot of these SEOs and sergeants there in boot camp, they don't know who you belong. As long as they see you in the uniform. If you by yourself, though, that's your ass. Yeah, so you right. never want to be by yourself. I but I had fun. I used to laugh at so much different situations and people. Yeah, it, 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 trust me, like, it's definitely it's definitely an experience. Because I was down that motherfucker doing shit. Like, I got the name Big Snacks because I was down there, man. Like, the MREs. I'm a big dude, so they just was like, yo, the... Skittles, M&M's, all that candy is fat pills. They will always target me and this other white dude. Like, they come up, hey, Private, what you got in the MRE? Because, you know, it was, it was um, with Bill's Ready to Eat, mm -hmm. right? So, pretty much, you got all this food in a bag, you know what I'm saying, vacuum sealed and whatnot. And it come with an entree and a dessert and all that good shit, you know what I'm saying? So, some of them will have some good candy in it all the time. Once I knew motherfuckers was willing to pay money, to actually have candy and shit like that, you know, it was no stop. I used to sell everything in basic training. It didn't matter. I would sell candy, socks, underwear, pills, motherfucking uh, drink tablets, all types of shit. Go right to the uh, the PX. Yeah. Oh, I gotta go to um, what was it called? Sit call. I gotta go to sit call, sergeant. What's wrong with you? Oh man, um, something. You know what I'm saying? Just some little minor shit. Because it'd it be like quick. They see you and you got to go train anyway. So, mm -hmm. I, uh, one thing about our unit, though, uh, remember Longoria? Mm -hmm. To this day, that's my man still. To this day. You still talk to him? That's my man. Um, this motherfucker gave me the keystone patch, right, for our uniform. Mm -hmm. So, when I went to basic training, I had that. The only thing you could tell, like, all right, this dude's a private without my rank but you know like I'm a private going through training mm -hmm. was my haircut mm -hmm. outside of that you didn't know because I always wore my patch and it was a unit uh, insignia so they you know when you're in basic you don't get that shit well they had nothing on your uniform you, know, you might have so. your rank at the most yeah. but you don't have nothing else rank in the flag mm -hmm. in your name other than that you don't have no you man listen uh, they right gave you some pool man the, listen the, the drill sergeant nah I would go to, to like on sick call but mm -hmm. I go to the hospital I don't know if you remember Benning but mm -hmm. like you you know on a bus ride and all that you drop you off at the, the dentist and whatnot. but then like if you kept going that's when they made this hospital stop they doubled back to the to the, uh, to the to the company and I used to get off at the hospital go right up in there they little PX I go in the cafeteria and eat you know what I'm saying so they didn't know you was in boot camp no, 
Cause I had my ID. Like they'd mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, put your ID in." I put it in. They'd be like, "Oh, put this number in." I do all that. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. they would never know. It would come up that my stuff was paid for. Mm-hmm. I, had, I I don't know how that ID worked and how they mm-hmm. did the meals and whatnot. But I'm telling you, I used to do that shit a lot. It wasn't until somebody stole my money out of my locker, and, and, and even after the fact, I was still doing my shit. But I had eleven hundred dollars in my locker. I made mm. that much money. Damn, just candy, but like like little shit that add up. Five dollars for a regular size, ten for a king. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want this? Dude was like, you, when you was in basic, you had people that failed, that just dropped out. Oh, I mm-hmm. can't handle this. It was a dude that lived in Arizona. He was afraid his wife was cheating on him. So he got mad homesick. He missed his kids the whole nine. But the wife cheating on him, he got a letter. And he just was like, she just said, I can't do this without you. I remember because he read it to me, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And he was like, yo, I got these pills. And I always thought it was funny when soldiers wore sneakers with their uniform. I was like, that don't go right. Mm-hmm. And he would always go to sick call. So he's like, yo, I got some Ultrams. Can you sell them for me? I said, what do they do? He was like, they're supposed to make you sleepy and this, that, and the third are pain pills. So I said, all right, I'm going to try one. I read the bottle and all that. I said, I'm going to try one see how it make me feel. I took one of them, and I had got my tube pulled recently, and I had some Tylenol 3, so I took one of them. I slept like a baby. Next day, I said, bet. I got them. Let me get them. How much you want? He said, I only need $60 back. I said, that's it? I sold each pill $20 a pop. You know what I'm saying? They was low low milligram doses too, but I found them dudes from Houston, from Texas. All them motherfuckers are like syrup and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, they made <laughs> say, yo, I got some Tylenol 3 and some Ultra. That was the first time I seen somebody snort a pill ever. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, you niggas is wild. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, the fuck? But I was down there drawing cake, man, and then somebody, I don't know who it was. I think I know. One of your old friends, too. That knew I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody knew it. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? The dude who I think did this shit. Um, he was from Detroit. I'll never forget this little motherfucker. His name was Richardson. He was getting sent home because he couldn't handle the shit. But he was trying to say it was like mental, something, something mentally, right? <clears throat> Before this happened, this motherfucker birthday. Now you know a lot of people, just certain people can't handle this military shit at all, man. And it's like they get down there and they be like, oh, I can't, my girl or my, my, I miss my family or whatever. They just can't handle people yelling and whatnot. He was getting sent home for something, but his birthday was like coming up. But he couldn't go home till after. So what did I do? Being a big homie, I went and smuggled in some motherfucking zebra cakes. You know what I'm saying? Made this nigga a fucking cake for his birthday. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Had the whole platoon in the bathroom because the the bathrooms at the time at at Sand Hill, we was in Fox Company. They had built all new joints. So we in the joint, like, yo, we gonna say happy birthday to this nigga, whatever. Did that. And I still feel like him and somebody else conspired and stole my money. Luckily, CID found that shit. But I, listen, this drill sergeant, I'll never forget his name, Drill Sergeant Daly, black dude, came out. He was cool as shit. He came out. He's like, all right, private formation, child. I said, yo, Somebody stole my money. He said, private, where is your military baron? I said, drill sergeant, all due respect, fuck all that. Somebody stole $1,100 out of my locker. If I don't get it, I'm fucking everybody up. <laughs> he said, what, private? I said, I'm not going to repeat myself. You heard me. He said, 1100 Yes. Shut the whole fucking uh, 
uh, joined down company. Mm. CID, they had, they was like, they was trashing people's lockers. There was so much contraband in that motherfucker, and who didn't have nothing new? <laughs> they would have ripped out everybody's shit. They said, oh, we going, to, this going to be interesting. It got to me. All my contraband, I put the next bunk over, like on top, because it was empty. Like it was on the side of the bed, had a zipper. I was just, I cut a little joint, I was just stuffing shit in there. So the boy who bunk it was, you know what I'm saying? They was like, yo, who bunk is this? He's like, oh, it's some other private. He got kicked out or whatever. They open that shit, it just start pouring out. Oh my God. <laughs> they said, private, who put this shit in there? He was like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I never forget that motherfucker. Name. His name was uh, Weichel. He looked like Dana Carvey. Remember the boy from Wayne's World? Yeah. He looked just like him with just a buzz cut, military mm-hmm. joint. Swear to God. And uh, he got in so much trouble for that shit. Mm-hmm. But it was like all types. It was candy bars, fucking like I had some Under Armour underwear. Some no bullshit. Um, uh, this, this this African boy, uh, uh, Gaima. Some shit start with a G. He was an old head. Asked me, no lie, for some banana hammock draws. He's willing to pay me fifty bucks to buy him some ban- like the Jones of the thong, all that shit for dudes though. <laughs> Swear to God, bro, I bought it for him too. Fifty bucks. That was like twenty dollar pair of draws, man. Mm. I got went right to the PX, got the shit, sold it to him. They embarrassed the shit out that man. How? Uh, they they found it. Motherfuckers had condoms and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Man, we you, around dudes. Oh, right. <laughs> we no nah, no nah, no bullshit. Yeah, I, I, like now nah, I I like I love women. So the only opportunity we had with women was a cafeteria people. And if we went off campus somewhere off base, mm-hmm. I I I happened not off base but like somewhere other than you know, but there's no women around. So who the fuck was you using that shit for? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. A lot of niggas was close too, so I wasn't. You know, they be like hit the wood line. I'm like, ain't, niggas ain't had no ass in a few days, few weeks. See, so when I went to boot camp, it was way years, way before yours. So when we went, they took everything from us. We got fucking brown tidy whities. Like we came with like our. Yeah, no, nah, we got all. We that. got we got our boxes. They took all that shit. We yeah, got they, our socks. They, they, they took, took everything, everything from they, us. Like you know everything I mean? that we had, they took from us and put it in a locker room. Right. Like well, they said, only come down dressed as you are. Don't bring no extra shit. Don't do nothing. Don't bring no toiletries. Don't you don't need it. So when I came down, one thing I had was what I had on. I think I had a backpack because I had my phone and shit like that. And oh, because I stayed overnight in uh, at the Gap, mm-hmm. so I had to bring. You know what I'm saying? We left I think that Sunday or something. But it was like a day or two worth of clothes. But other than that, I ain't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, they took all our bags and put it like this big ass room and was like, "Y'all get that when y'all graduate." Yeah. You know no, what we. I mean? <clears throat> nah, it, I tell you, and that was though. that was before cell phones, so ain't nobody had yeah. cell phones and all that shit. I, I say this: I learned a lot military-wise based on survival when I was in basic. Like I learned a lot. Our drill sergeant, he was in one of those warrior books, and he made it a point that we had to learn that shit. So he's like, if you don't learn it, you ain't graduating. You all get repeated, whatever. Um, but like I said, I learned a lot from that. I learned a lot about people. Um, situational awareness, things like that. Like, that helps me with my security stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just, like, operational-wise. and st- But I will never do that shit again. Never. The only way I would do that is if, like, like there was a black army. I ain't trying to be, you know, break, you know separate, but, mm-hmm. like, if it's teaching our people, I'm with it. 
I ain't about to be teaching all these other motherfuckers. No, because I feel like that's where we like at as people, too. A, a lot of stuff, like, you know a lot of shit. But motherfuckers won't know that because they too... I, I don't I don't know what the definition is, but they, they'll look at you and won't even talk to you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And get you. They'll just look, oh, well, this dude live here or drive this or, you know, he's mm-hmm. this way. And they'll sh- shut you down. And I feel like as black people, we got to stop doing that shit. Because you never know. Mm-hmm. Never yeah, right. know. I talked to Philly cops, right? I had to turn myself in for some shit that happened in security. World Star. World Star search mania. Just type in the word mania. <laughs> and you'll see what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, th- these motherfuckers I'm down I had to turn myself into the police while all the rioting and looting and shit is going on in Philly yeah. I go down there I see a black ass cloud just <laughs> and I said they want to turn they want us to turn ourselves in on this day we go down there they bringing in people fucked up people people who was just stealing and all types of shit I'm down here for something totally different these motherfuckers and I'm talking to the black cops and they like pretty much saying like yo all this stuff is unnecessary and I'm like no if you think about it kind of is because if I'm a law-abiding citizen right I pay my taxes I even I even support the police I donate my money every month for my business to be looked at if these fucking police are out here killing people right and people want them held accountable if my business, like, I could be like, yo, you know what? Nah, fuck that. The police are the police. But my business is getting ransacked and fucked up because these motherfuckers is angry. Even if they not angry, it's because of this. This is the catalyst for all this. My bit, Yo, yo, listen. I give y'all money every month. On time. I make sure y'all good. I, I, you know, volunteer my services for y'all because y'all make sure I'm straight. Yo, police, can y'all tighten up? Can you just hold your people accountable? Just, just hold them accountable. I ain't saying... You know, throw them under the bus. I'm just saying, like, your man shoot somebody, just, yo, you fucked up. And, you know, hold him accountable. I ain't saying, you know what I'm saying? And and that's where people get it fucked up. And I'm just like, yo, like, hold these motherfuckers accountable. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The looting, it, yeah, I understand that I had nothing to do with what happened. But me as a tax-paying citizen... I'm going to say to these people, like, yo, if y'all keep doing this, y'all going to keep fucking up. Y'all going to have people fuck my business up. And other businesses, we tired of losing money. So I'm either going to pull my funds away or y'all got to tighten up. You know what I'm saying? It, to me, that's so much common sense, but it's like it's so hard to do it. Mm-hmm. When I was in the military, if I fucked up, he told me. I could be mad at him all I want to, but he told me. He like, yo, what? You know what I'm saying? Listen, man, you... You got to chill with this shit. And I never looked at him like, man, fuck you. You only helping them out. I looked at it like, damn. I mean, he only, he, besides myself and maybe some uh, some other privates, he's the only black NCO we got. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if the fucking white people see he can't control us or even just like, in their mind, control us. Right. They, what's that to say about him as an NCO? They not going to let him go further. You know what I'm saying? So any that that was like anytime my point was like to do some shit in the military in regards to him, because the white people I used to get him hell, but him, yo what, come on man. Alright, alright. <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna lie, maybe that's probably why they kept asking him to like, yo, ask whip. He used to always do that. He used to always go, like, yo, can you ask whip? I'm like, you an NCO go. Nah, but go it, ask him. maybe it was just how they 
I think he was intimidated I, I, I by your size. You know what I mean? Yeah, he definitely like, didn't give a fuck. Man, I don't give a fuck, nigga. You know <laughs> he would say that shit. Yeah, I mean, and it was never like that where I'm like, yeah, I'm big, so whatever. It was just, just ask me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't know perception and all that shit, man. I. That's why I smoke a lot of weed. I consume cannabis and be in my own little world because. The world we live in is just too hectic, man. And it ain't like it's a. It, it's, I'm taking myself away and trying to shield. Oh, man, because I already know how it's going to go. Yeah. I ain't got time for that. As long as you ain't fucking with me and mine, I'm good. I ain't, I'm on my business, man. Well, all right, Vinny, man. Um, you got any shout outs? Yo, just shout out uh, Do It All Entertainment. If y'all need some shirts for y'all company or for the podcast, let me know. I take care of that on the house for y'all too. But if y'all want to sell some merch, we talk. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But, uh, like, shit, what I got on now, man, it's all me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I was looking at that. Yeah, yeah, I did all that. It's, it's interactive merch, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I got this app that you put the app on my logos, the, the shit come to life, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but uh, do it all. Uh, shit, that's really it, man. I don't, I don't really Max fuck snacks. with that. Nah, I mean, everybody heard the Max Snacks, but <laughs> I don't really fuck with too many people. Be honest with you, I don't really fuck with too many people just because they let you down. Mm-hmm. I mean. Well, everybody, you can reach us on Twitter and Facebook. No, yeah, Twitter and Facebook at PNL Judgmentals, Instagram at the two underscores Judgmentals. So I like this food. I like how y'all told uh, y'all military stories. Yeah, it's a lot more to it. There's so many. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he, he, man, listen if that. If you just sat here and was like, "Yo, Phil, in the next episode, or however many y'all do," he could tell you stories for fucking days, man, because. That's how it is. Like right. the military life is so different. Like, you got military life, then your civilian life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you've been deployed. What? How many? Mm-hmm. A few times or something? Just once. Once. Shit. I ain't never been deployed, so I can only imagine being in another motherfucking country on another continent. You know what I'm saying? Just it's so much. But uh, nah, man. Like, you gotta get some stories out of him, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta get some. All right, y'all. Thanks Appreciate it, Whip. Yeah, thanks. You, know, you coming on again? I come on again, man. There's so much shit I ain't even touch on, man. Like, real quick, I get y'all this. I used to try to be a porn star. Remember that? I do remember <laughs> that. <laughs> My name was Willie Stonewall. My name was Willie I Stonewall. I forgot about man. that. Yeah, I used to try to do porn, man. But it, it, man, shit. look, we, next episode. Next episode. But yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, thank you. That, that give us a cliffhanger for the uh, <laughs> next episode. Yeah, I used to try Yeah, because I, I was just about to ask you questions, too. Thanks. Thanks for stopping. Yeah, Willie motherfucking Stonewall. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Peace. Hey, yo, man, it's your time. And fuck poverty. Get this money, man. Fuck you gotta do, you know what I'm saying? I can tell you're mad at me just by how your face look. You can check this out.